Today's stream. Let's see if we're live. This this stream is going to be on a very dark topic, but I was doing research uh, about communion and the whole ritual blood drinking and flesh eating that the Catholics do. And I was uh, attempting to, I mean, I don't have an agenda, but I was expecting to really nail them to a cross on it, if you know what I mean. And what I found was very different. And I have a new theory and I actually have a idea about the utility of it and how communion may not be as bad as I once thought, given the alternatives. Uh, and we're going to talk about blood drinking and the history of blood drinking, what blood drinking actually does. My experience with blood drinking, uh, it's only been one time and it wasn't a human, but I'll explain. And uh, what... I discovered about, because I, I thought I could go into the Old Testament and just find all these laws about uh, banning cannibalism and blood drinking, and they're surprisingly not there. There are some allusions to it and, and you know, uh, some warnings and talking about how to prepare meat and warnings about blood and all that, but it's not what people think, in my opinion. So we're going to go down a pretty weird road today. We're going to talk about the Catholic ritual blood drinking and how something good may have come from it. Uh, but it's some dark shit, you know, we'll, t you know, we'll get into it. And uh, we're also going to uh, go back in time a little bit and check out some of the, um, the history of the Banhammer. We're going to get comedic. We're going to talk about Mother Teresa, you know, uh, the rituals and why I believe Jesus may have said that about his blood and his flesh. Uh, I'll, I'll give you a little preview. I think it stopped human sacrifice. Okay, well, anyway, let's kick things off with a band hammer song from back in the day. There we go. Anybody that's like snarky and sarcastic, you don't get to hang out here anymore. <laughs> Bannings are the best thing that ever happened to this chat. Now you're banned. And it's a band. Band. You're banned. Uh, well, now you're banned. Band. I'm just going to do a random from a fucking bell tower. Okay. Now you're banned. Band. Band. Now let's find more people to ban. You're banned. Band. I love banning people. I'll ban all of you motherfuckers. Well, now you're banned for life. Band. And I'll keep them. Okay, now you're definitely banned. Thank you for letting me ban you. Okay, that's a lot of fun. Um, I pretty much... No, I did. I, I started the phrase, you're banned for life. And it kind of blew everyone's mind when I first started uh, taking such joy in banning everyone when I was on YouTube. People would write me, they're like, I've never seen anything like that. And it, it got people really mad because I was doing mass executions before everybody always wanted numbers. They're like, if you're here, that's great. You know, promo code Ben for your sheets. And I'm like, you're fucking out of here. And, uh, and then PewDiePie said banned for life like six months after I started getting it going. Uh, and I know people are going to say, oh no, Gary Terryman said it 10 years before. No, I, I started the whole, uh, you know, banning everyone that sucks. And I made an art form out of it. And it really did help the chat because now we can experience my dream, which was this chat, the Speakeasy Saloon. 
and why I'm so quick to the banhammer. For those of you just joining, today's stream is not what you think. It, I thought I was about to just destroy Catholicism. Uh, and don't get me wrong, I'm still not a fan. But I think communion may have served a purpose. And we're going to talk about blood drinking and the purpose of blood drinking. Okay, and uh, what I did not find in the Old Testament that kind of blew my mind a little bit. All right, so this is something Brazilian bear made back in the day. Uh, this is a, a while ago. I've been doing this shit for a long time. Okay, this is, uh, this is uh, the Great Banning. And I used to do it all the time. I thought the wrenching was bad. Execute another innocent in the public square to show that my will is, is that strong. The madness. So you get your wrench taken. <laughs> it was only the beginning. It's not about ethics at all. It's about my will and my force. I'm showing you what, what that really looks like. Something much worse was coming. It's one thing if you just like let me know, but it's just constant bitching. People were commenting, complaining about the lag. Bringing back the lag. Lagging hard. Oh my god. Oh, I could have learned Japanese. I could have fucking built a boat. Lag is caused by Nazis. Real simple thing that, that I, why didn't I think of? And man, it is, sometimes I'm just like, this is darkness in here. This is just darkness. People being like, this, be like, I didn't come here for the lag. At first we thought it was gonna be okay. He was he was back to his normal self. Maybe I'm not being grateful enough. Maybe I should be like, yeah. When I look at my chat and 90% of just are whining cunts, I should just be thankful they're even here. But then he looked at the chat. Yeah. Nick says, Owen, it seems like you've just been a downer lately. Well guess what? You're now banned. You fuck. Oh, and I seriously thought the fitness thing was not good. All right, well, you're banned. Who's, who's up next? Banned for that? Yes. Yes, banned for that. Dude, you are, you are too tense right now. Guess what? You didn't spell too properly. So now you're... Banned for life. Bannings are my favorite. Oh, someone said I thought it was kind of funny. Banned for life. I'm out, Liberty Bear, I'm out. This isn't fun today. Well, guess what, Liberty Bear? You're now banned. This is making me very happy. Best stream ever. I don't usually chat, but this is funny. I'm happy for you, Owen. This is how socialism starts, everyone. Land down the law, Van Hammer. How dare you? How absolutely dare you? And I guess I haven't been paying enough attention to this sh this chat. Can I be verified as Liberty Bear? Damn right you can, Ray. Ray, now you're Liberty Bear. He's gone. Adios. Was upset. Now I'm happy, too. I have enough, dude. I have enough. I don't need any of this shit. Rental income, motherfuckers. I'm a quarter Jewish. By the way, it turns out I'm an eighth Jewish and I lost my rental income. Just to give a little uh, time travel here. 
they kicked me off Airbnb after that. So, so I'm like, oh, I got rental income. I lost all the rental income, just to let you know. But it's still great. I'm just Jewish enough to have fucking income, but I'm 75% non-Jewish, so I'll fucking burn shit to the ground. I'm Jewish enough to sit at the table of power and acquire gold, but the rest of me then tries to burn the table of power and throw the gold in the ocean to show these motherfuckers that I don't care about them. And this is how you get a good chat. Look at this. Look at how good it is now. Look at how fucking much fun people are having. You should have been like this the whole fucking time. That's because the stream improved just like you foretold. All good now. It's all good now. Because people needed to be executed. Fucking pop, pop. He used to be so much less angry. Yeah? Want to go watch my old streams where I used to just scream? People needed to be executed. Okay, so nothing about me is new. Like when people are like, oh, what you did, what you did the other day, how you banned a true fan, you have to apologize. Fuck you. This has been how I've been for years, and it's paid off over and over and over. You do not need to take the bullshit of the rabble. You should be thankful to be here learning about blood drinking, which I don't recommend. But here's another one. This one is, uh, someone made this a few years ago. started doing it it was so against the culture of youtube don't, don't get me wrong i didn't understand the youtube culture i know i i rubbed some people the wrong way and people got pissed off but i did change youtube culture permanently like taking joy and banning people for life i started pewdiepie got it from me literally oh how dare you oh great bitch you're out of here check this one this is the terminator that guy 
Did you guys think it's bad now with the Paul stuff or I make fun of a Trinity or something? The moon landing shit was insane. Insane. Like when I was calling out the moon landing after being approved by Hollywood, I was like, you fucking, you're schizophrenic. You're insane. You're going to die. You're I'm like, ban, ban, ban. And dude, it's nothing new, guys. If you don't want to listen to me, you get the fuck out of here, man. You filled Reddit too, Owen? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's where I started entire ecosystems just on assholes who don't like me. They should send me a check every month. Fucking cowards. A fucking asshole. Hey, Kai just said something here. Yeah, where's it, Kai? Just because people are on screen doesn't mean you get to talk shit. Uh, even if you pay. I think tons of streamers and their communities are grateful for you being like that, even if they don't admit it. Yeah, because they were acting like a bunch of two-bit prostitutes. Like, if someone did a super chat or was in their chat or just watching them, they just took it. They're like, oh, okay, oh. And I'm like, No. Because I came with a uh, stand-up comedian's edge of a comedy club. You're out of here. Because we used to have to deal with drunks all the time. And it's like, someone wants to yell out and all that shit, I'm going to humiliate you and kick you the fuck out. And, and the c- crowd always applauded for it. I knew the crowd wanted it. Like, that's why people are like, oh, I did, like last str- uh, video on BitChute, I shut off the comment section again. Guys, there's a 50-50 rule. If over 50% of the comments are fucking gamma- trolly, stupid, churchian, ranty bullshit, you're all out of there. And you can blame it on the gammas. If it's 40%, fine, I'll take the 60%. But the majority of the comments have to be grateful or informative or helpful or community building. If it's over 50% shit, out. Everybody's out. Oh, you can't handle it? No, no, no. That's like saying... A, a, someone breaks into your home and tries to steal your dog and you fucking shoot them in the head. It's not because you can't handle it. They don't get to do that. It's about boundaries, ladies and gentlemen. And we're going to get to blood drinking. Just give me a second. God said, there's no question given how the chat vibes have become that pruning was always the right move. Always. Guys, if you saw that first banning thing, did you hear what people were saying? They were talking, they were saying nonsense about tech stuff. They were saying my leftist fitness instructor video wasn't good and that I had changed and I was like not as fun as I used to be. That was like four years ago. They, they say the same shit all the time. Oh, you've changed. Oh, why do you have to talk about this? Oh, why are you interested in this? Oh, you're just not funny anymore. Oh, blah, blah, blah. They're just gamma males. They never change. And if you don't fucking uh, step up and, and act like a normal member of society... You're out of here because we are what we're facing as a society is a lowest common denominator. It's a Walmart society. It's not about order. No one's going to kick in your door. No one's goose stepping. The Nazis are like black rappers, guys. It's a joke. Okay. What we're facing is a lack of harmony. It's like the Dionysian. I was listening to this awesome stream with uh, Crow Triple Seven and Fortune today about Tavistock and the Dionysian uh, degeneration of. Music, how it went from like Wagner and all this stuff and, and Germany and, and Austria and Beethoven. And now it's like Cardi B. 
and they went through the Beatles and all this stuff and how it was an intentional thing. And don't, and don't say, oh, the Nazis were so good. They made it 440 hertz. That was those guys because they wanted to. But they did have great taste in music, though, and they banned jazz and swing, which is great. But it's a degeneration. And if you want to try and pull the chat down, you're out of here. All right? And if you want to whine and bitch and get me kicked off everything, I've already been kicked off just about everything. And I realized, looking back at my old streams, that there's always more I can be kicked off of. When I was doing the first banning, I was bragging about my rental income, and then I was kicked off Airbnb. But if I hadn't, I would not have sold that house, and I could not have had the money to build my current house in Idaho. So, and it turned out the house I sold may have had foundational problems. So, um... It, it was, it's always a win-win, but I get it. I'm not going to be hubristic. Like I get it. I could still be kicked off bit shoot or something, but, uh, it's, you have to survive what's coming. It's all about having boundaries, uh, you know, having clear rules, not going towards the shit, the poop, you know, the sewers, trying to rise above, create order, create harmony, create a symphony of your own. People will say, oh, echo chamber match. Yeah, that's the London Philharmonic is literally an echo chamber. If you want to be in a Greyhound bus station listening to meth heads screaming and bitching, this ain't the place for you. And I've been at this a long fucking time. Hi, everybody. Hello. All right. Hi, everybody. Hi, hi, hi. Upside down wizards, if you knew the shit I've been through, you wouldn't even make eye contact with me out of fear. <laughs> and, uh, explain how we went to the moon. Why, why didn't you go to the moon again? Huh? Come on, Dan the man. We didn't go to the moon. <laughs> how the fuck do people not see this? NASA's a fucking scam. Let me, let me ban this piece of piece of shit. Ban. Ban. I will burn this whole fucking thing to the ground. How's that sound, Dan? Fuck. All right. Well, you're now banned. Ban. Who's who's up next? If you want to leave, get the fuck out. Please, get the fuck out. But unfortunately for Dan, you're never going to go to the moon. There's never going to be a civilization on Mars. And I'll say it over and over and over again. We didn't go to the fucking moon. That guy takes dick in his ass. People like that take it in their asshole. Fuck, did that feel good? I'm sure Dan will get over it. Dan learned a valuable lesson that no one cares about his stupid fucking stuff. You gotta think again because uh, Big Bear doesn't uh, play those games. So who has the moral high ground now, you wizard motherfucker? Me, the Big Bear does. Um, 
Good times. <laughs> what a day. All right, let's read some more super chats. One thing I don't I don't think people get is I like it. When they're like, oh, Big Bear, how dare you? You just treated that guy like shit. No, he crossed boundaries. You want to fucking sit there in my chat and try to ruin it for everybody and be a little cunt and, or not address my point and try and just do ad hominems? Okay, well, now you're out of here. And over the years, I've built an incredible community here, and it's because I understand boundaries. I understand gardening. I was banning people since before the snake tempted the bitch. All right, here's some Odyssey Super Chats. Uh, just received a tip. Nice, thank you. Uh, just received a tip, thank you. Who made that, bravo? I don't know, a lot of these, these were uh, years ago. I mean, people, when I first started doing the band hammer, it, it created a lot of art because people had never seen anything like it. They're like, imagine people walking into a storefront because YouTube was super thirsty. Everyone was like wanting more eyeballs and more viewers. And how do I like go to a comment section, get people to come and maybe start a thing and get people to, I'm like, go. Everyone's like, wait, what? I'm like, imagine someone coming into your store and they're like, excuse me, excuse me. You don't have the right kind of chutney. I'm like, well, you know what I have the right kind of? Get the fuck out. And they're like, but don't you need my money? I'm like, no, not motivated by that. And then over time, people started realizing that they had to treat a chat like a community. What comes from that? I don't know. Bear meetups, the app, the documentaries, the, 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 the crowd funds for the land, because we actually made a community. You can't have a community based on hedonic, you know, lowest common denominator. Anyone can say what they want. Satanism. Everyone ends up just butt fucking and drinking blood. It's the same story over and over. None of this is new, guys. None of this is new. The Speakeasy Saloon. Oh, but now you used to get 10,000 live viewers. Now you get 2,000. How many do we get now? 2,000, Cod? Guys, I'd go down. Jesus had 12. Okay? I'll, like, there's no stopping this. Because I know what happens when you don't ban. If I can't talk about what I find interesting, I can't do a show every day and it would just all suck. 2,000 live now. Yeah, 2,000 live off like, what, like a Russian Facebook and unauthorized and shit? Dude, we get quality people. And those same people, they're like, anybody, come on, just squirt on me. Like Tim Pool, he's never going to get a wife and kids. He's a pathetic mess. He doesn't understand boundaries. They're Walmart. I was in Walmart yesterday. It's a mess. You know, just to get the Hills Have Eyes people to give up their shekels for your Chinese plastic. It's like, ugh. That's what you're facing, guys. It's not, hey, Jews, don't worry about Nazis. Hey, right wing, don't worry about commies. They have no order. They don't even listen to classical music anymore. They listen to Dionysian rhythms so that they can simulate fucking. And you know what? You want to know what they do? They do drugs and they drink and they die. What you're facing is the water not turning on. What you're facing is despair. People not ordered enough to tie their shoes, let alone have a fucking nuclear family. That's what you're facing. So the good news is all you have to do is establish boundaries, work hard, you know, develop your own communities, and then the future's yours because there's no competition. They all, 
<clears throat> squirted and snorted and fucked themselves into uh, oblivion. You know, that, that stream with Crow and, uh, and Fortune is so good because it's like as the drums increase, as remember I used to do whole streams on, on you know, like, like where you're dancing up here, where, you know, the Europeans used to dance with their shoulders and that started moving lower and lower and lower. And, it, and, and the dam started breaking with, uh, with Elvis and his hips and all that stuff. And people want to blame the Jews. And I blame the Jews in the past. But it's deeper than that. These are old, like, old cults. And the cult is right in front of you. The Dionysian cult. Like the old things that, that, that transcend race and religion and, all, and money and all that. It's like... It's like just pound and squirt and live for the moment and all that. I mean, India's loaded with that shit. So it's not just about uh, Jews. They just know how to profit on it. So as it goes lower and lower, and now you're getting like house music and oh, my pussy, my pussy, my pussy, you know, the rhythm's going faster and faster and faster and faster until blood, blood rituals again. And that's why I wanted to talk today about the Catholics, because I, I went into this research thinking that I was going to really show that the Catholics are, in fact, uh, the Dionysian sex um, blood cult. And what I discovered about communion is not what I thought, and I'm going to give uh, communion its due, because I love Jesus, and I love his teachings, and I love what he brought to the world, and I never felt comfortable calling him a sacrifice or pretending to drink his blood or eat his flesh. I find that really fucking gross. But there is an argument for why they do it. I think they may have ended mass rituals of blood drinking. Let me tell you about blood drinking and flesh eating. The only experience I have with blood con consumption was one rabbit. So for those of you that don't know, the only animal that I've ever hunted are rabbits. I would hunt larger animals, but I like convenience and I stay on my land and I use a 22 and I've never had them in pain. I always shoot them right in the head and then I, I use their fur, I use their organs, I use their meat, I use every part of it and, that's, and, and the blood is the uh, life force of an animal. That's why I believe during the winter rituals, the, the Christmas ritual, what are the colors? Green? for chlorophyll life and red for blood, red and green. It's right in your face, it's life. So if you take the green of plants and you, and you crush it down just to the extract of the chlorophyll, you can like cure cancer and shit. You know, it's like the, uh, uh, allegedly, I'm not a medical expert, but like uh, Crow's talked a lot about that, the Gerson method where they use uh, the, the crushing of plants and fruits to get the life force out of it, the green. And the same is with the blood. You know, the, the sacrifice to God with, uh, you know, Cain and Abel, one used plants, one used animals. And so the, the blood is the life force of the animal. And I promise you, they're still drinking child blood at the levels of the Rothschilds, you know, Mother Teresa, Fauci, like all these people, the Pope. But... For the quote-unquote masses, I think the communion and, and Christ saying that stopped sacrifices in a way. Because I think they were constant. I'll tell you why. Because as I was cleaning a, a rabbit once, I, I don't know why I thought about this, but I just go, I'm going to eat its heart. 
And it was bloody and raw. It had just stopped beating maybe 10 minutes before. And I took its heart like a fucking Aztec warrior, and I ate it. And it felt, it felt cool. I was like, a little, little weird. But that night, I had dreams. And for anybody that's ever consumed raw, right after an animal dies, if you've consumed their organs, you know what the stories are about. You know, these old animal cults and stuff like that. I had dreams that I was scurrying under, a, under the chicken coop. I was low to the ground. Everything was going really fast. I fucking, I did consume some life force of that rabbit. And, uh, and it, it was like, it, it didn't leave me for like a week. Like I'd have, I would have these flashes of like going through tunnels and all this shit. I, I've never told anyone this cause it's just weird. And I hadn't had any, uh, time to think about it, but it, it's true. And in the Bible, cause I was looking through the Bible to really nail the Catholics to a cross, no pun intended about how they're breaking biblical, um, uh, you know, law by drinking blood or eating flesh. And it's surprisingly not in there. There's a warning that if you act a certain way, you, you will consume your own children. So that's like a punishment. I, I'm against, by the way, I'm against blood drinking and cannibalism just for the record, but it'll, t- it'll teach you how to consume animals and you, and you drain the blood. And I, I believe it's for this reason, because in the Bible, it talks about how blood is uh, life. It's the life force of an animal or a man and uh, consuming it can be very dangerous because it can intertwine with your soul. And I've experienced that like on a very small level is one tiny rabbit heart and it was innocent. You experienced a real rabbit hole. Yeah. I went down the rabbit hole as a rabbit and you might not believe me, but I, it was like, and it wouldn't happen while I was awake, but as I was just starting to go to sleep, I would have these visions of being a rabbit. It was fucking so weird. Okay, so what I think people used to do on on mass scale is drink the blood of their enemies and they would consume the blood of children to feel younger. I think the quote unquote, the queen, the pope, the saints, quote unquote, uh, I think they still do shit like this. That's why they live to be like 150. But I think when Christ said that about like, you know, drink this wine, it is my blood. Drink this bread, it is my flesh. I think what that did is end blood drinking. Because, okay, because this freaks me out. I was going to do this whole thing about, about how fucked up uh, Catholics are. Where is it? Did I not get the picture of the Pope? I can find it. Just any picture of the Pope. Uh, the Pope. Give me one second. It's just so creepy. Like, you just look at this guy. Uh, and, and, and they claim it is blood. Like, it's the blood of what they believe to be God. And that, to me, is pure Satanism. Because blood drinking, consuming another's life force, is where you get to at the end of a Dionysian you know, drumbeat ceremony, and then everyone fucking dies, right? But, but there is another side to it. There is another side to it, because that isn't actually blood. I mean, I mean, I know the Catholics claim that, uh, that it is, uh, you know, it's actually blood. They transmute it. It's real. It's actually Jesus' blood. What if that's how Christ stopped blood drinking? 
for like a lot of people. Like, what if that was the point? Because I'm not committed to an ideology or a team. I'm committed to truth. And so um, people say, well, Jesus commanded you to drink blood. And then I'm like, well, I wouldn't do that. I don't give a fuck who said it. Like, I'm not, I'm not in that. But I do love the teachings of Christ. And I was like, why would he say that if he really did say that? Because then I'm like, oh, it's a metaphor. But why? And I think part of it had to do with, and I don't know, I don't know the intentions of Jesus or anything. But if you're living in a time when people are consuming the blood of, the, of like poor children, you know, they do these rituals. And, and dude, it, it does work. And I've never consumed human blood or anything. But uh, blood has memory to it. You know that scene with Snape in uh, Harry Potter where as Snape is dying, Harry Potter drinks his uh, tears and um, to drink the blood you have to kill. Right, but I mean, communion more or less ended blood drinking in a weird way. Okay, so you know how like Snape is like, drink my tears and you will uh, see my memories. And that's when Harry Potter saw the memories of Snape. That's kind of real, but it's actually blood. And I'm never going to do that with a human because that's fucking satanic and weird to me. But I do think that those ritual type things were done for thousands of years for a very specific reason, because they work. Like, why did the Aztec Empire, why did all these empires consume like freshly killed hearts filled with blood? It wasn't because they were just like, look at me now, dad. It's because there's a reason to do it. It works. But you lose yourself when you do that a bit. Like I, I can't, I, I consumed one rabbit heart and I was having dreams of scurrying under uh, chicken coops. Imagine if you're really doing this shit, you don't exist anymore. That's why the Bible warns about blood drinking and how it's halal to, um, you know, or kosher to like drain all the blood of the animal and then eat it like this because, and I like raw meat, but you know, blood is a different story, especially when it's fresh. Uh, imagine drinking a Jew's blood, terrible. Oh, you just see all the pornos they ever watched, all the times they've counted coins. No, but seriously though, because like the, the Catholic Church does a lot of ritual trauma abuse. I mean, this, this, uh, this statue is literally in front of a Catholic school in Australia. Fortunately, they've covered it. But the fact that was made, sculpted, erected, no pun intended, and no one saw it, what it, what it, no, people know what that is. You know, this isn't um, Catholic, but it's Anglican, a Trinity church. They have a giant statue of Lucifer. Okay? Like, they do fucked up stuff. Here's, quote unquote, Mother Teresa the Saint, who looks exactly like Dr. Fauci gripping the throat of a baby in the third world or a child in the third world. I think like I, my alarm bells go off when anybody goes to the third world to help children on behalf of rich people, quote unquote, mother Teresa, the quote unquote saint. And by the way, you know how uh, I make fun of Paul and they go, or, or, or uh, I say, Jesus isn't God, but he's the Messiah and people freak out. They go, but he had the ability to heal and do miracles. Only God can do that. No, I'm like, you fucking Catholics, man. You attribute miracles and healing to all these people. 
you have to do a miracle to be a saint. Like Mother Teresa allegedly cured some bitch of cancer, but it turns out she never even had cancer. Like it's fraudulent, okay? And they also can excommunicate you and judge you and judge your soul and tell you're going to hell as depicted in this um, Ray Donovan. And no, I'm not backing Leave Schreiber. And no, and I do realize that a lot of Jews like to do anti-Catholic porn, like beat up porn. But the, this is very real. I was raised with it. There's a reason people jumped on the Jew bandwagon um, and rejected Catholicism because they were doing horrible things. And this scene is factually accurate to how these people actually view the, their own abilities. Repent now or face excommunication. What? Repent now or face excommunication. I'm the sinner. You hide and protect these men who should be dead or in prison. I'm the fucking sinner. I know you feel hate. Fuck you. I know how badly he hurt you and I know how much you loved him. I'll fucking kill you. Fuck you. I'll kill you and everyone of these fucking freaks you got hiding in here. In the name of God, the all-powerful Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, and all of the saints, I deprive you of the communion of the body and blood of our you Lord. You think I fucking care? Ah! You think I need your fucking church? Great. I judge you. you what did you do for my sister? My mother? First, the fetters of the What did your church ever do for me? Fuck you. Fuck you. That's enough. Fuck you. Forgiveness. Fiat in D-A-G-D-G. Fiat. 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 Isn't it funny? Fiat, like fiat currency in Latin means let it let it be done. <laughs> anyway, so that's a tr So when people say, oh, how dare you? Paul could heal. Paul could, for Jesus could forgive. Only God could forgive. No, I'm like, any faggot in a dress with a collar thinks he can judge a man's soul. Are you kidding me, Catholics? And they all are attributed to healing and miracles. It's what they do. Any Mother Teresa is a two-bit fucking human sex trafficker or blood trafficker, in my opinion. Okay? Here she is with uh, Ghislaine Maxwell's dad. Oh, but she was, she was just so nice to everyone, Big Bear. You don't go to Calcutta and get paid billions of dollars through trusts to go heal the children. What about the children of other countries? Oh, but she had to leave Albania, Big Bear. Don't you know her backstory? She was so hurt and beaten down. They were so anti-Semitic. They threw pennies at her. She had to go to Calcutta and get the baby. For Oh, she, she was just with Maxwell because they, she was nice to everyone. She was so giving. No, she was known for being a miserable, mean, shitty fraud. There's tons of accounts of quote. Oh, but that's just the Jew media. They just hate her because she's so beautiful. No, no, this, this bitch, Mother Teresa, who they attribute the powers of judgment, miracles, healing. I think what those people do is they get blood because blood rituals are real. And so I, I thought I was just going to be mocking and bashing um, Mother Teresa. And, and I, I posted this uh, article by Hitchens about how much of a fraud Mother Teresa was and she launders money and she did all this and you know, like she would, a lot of a lot of kids died under her care, if you get what I'm saying. And, uh, and people go, oh, but he was an atheist. If I was presented with the Catholic Church as it is, or atheism, I would also be an atheist. Atheist means atheism. It doesn't mean you deny God. It means you deny their crazy interpretation of it. 
That being said, I do, I am arguing in favor of communion on a level. Because when Christ said, you know, drink of my blood and you will like, you know, drink of my blood, eat of my flesh. I believe he meant metaphorically, but I think he was allowing people to no longer drink actual blood. Uh, and I think that's, that's cool. And that's why I thought I was going to really go on and on about how messed up communion is. But if I don't take part in it because I don't like even pretend blood drinking. But if Christ says you get to consume me, you don't have to consume the kids anymore. No one kills the children anymore. That's a good thing. That's an overall good thing. And because when you consume a freshly killed animal... I can't even imagine what it would be like with like a child. I bet it's crazy addictive for these people. And that's why um, I think what we're facing, and me and Gardner talked about that, or was it me and Curtis Stone? Yeah, me and Curtis Stone were talking about that because he was a very high-level musician in Montreal, very uh, skilled, started the um, Urban Gardner, or Urban, yeah. You know Curtis, I had him on recently. And how this Dionysian beat that just keeps increasing um, surprise, surprise. Hey, Denmark bear. We're talking about blood drinking today. It's not theology. It's actually, uh, you might get a kick out of it. Uh, it's going to end with, you know, these rituals because it's when you're going down that road of lowest common denominator of just come blood shit. Um, and this gels for sure. Yeah. Yeah. This, this makes actual sense. So I think the whole blood thing means something different than we have been led to believe. I think that the quote unquote elite drink blood. And I think they like to consume the blood of children because it gives them uh, a feeling of youth. But the problem with it, which is the problem with every kind of hedonic thing, is once you start doing cocaine, you need it just to get out of bed in the morning. You get accustomed to it and you start losing yourself. Same with methamphetamines. You start doing a little meth to do that 16-hour day you, you know that's why it's such a caucasian drug is because uh, meth starts out usually for blue collar workers to really work like let's say you can work for 40 straight hours and get triple overtime that's got meth written all over it but over time you start not being you lose yourself you lose your personality you lose your soul uh you know i don't believe you ever fully lose your soul but i think the consumption of blood like that week, I was like a little intertwined with the soul of a rabbit. Okay. And it's like, imagine if you're constantly drinking the blood of virgins or children or something to feel new again. Like, let's say hypothetically, you've been doing usury and horror and selling all your opiates on the world for 50 years to drink the blood of a child would probably make you feel a, a twinkle of innocence. And, and you would feel something that resembled warmth when you're a vampire. The, the story of the vampire is real. The vampire has to be let in. The vampire can't do it to you. You have to allow them in. Um, interesting song. Drinking blood don't keep you young. It's just the taste on the tongue makes you stay up late and talk. Uh, yeah, it's pharmacia. I mean, blood drinking is in the same realm as pharmacia. That's why... Uh, I think the whole communion ritual actually does help people or cause like, I always like to think of the time period when things happen, like imagine people being 
saying you don't have to drink anyone's blood. You can drink the metaphorical blood of Christ and have eternal life. Um, think of the good that did at the time. I don't instinctively want to drink blood, so that's why I find communion gross and weird and ritualistic. But in a time when I think that was very common, uh, trying to consume the life of others, you know, uh, I think that the blood was like premium crack, especially the more, uh, the more young, the more innocent. And I think that someone like Mother Teresa, I think her job is to get young blood uh, for these vampires. And that's why they go to Haiti and Calcutta. Oh, they go to the worst places to help people. Those places are poor because of the banking system that pay them. This is what I don't think people get. Haiti is artificially impoverished. Haiti and the Dominican Republic are on the same physical island that's like the size of Connecticut or something. It's tiny. There's an artificial line down the middle of a tiny island, and half of it is incredibly poor, and the other half is like a destination for Westerners. Gee, I wonder what they can get on the Haitian side. You ever think about that? Oh, don't you know? It's racial, Big Bear. Now nah, the races were very similar. It's one island. Oh, no, it's because there was a certain political ideology. No, it's money. It's fiat. Fiat, 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 as that priest was chanting. Let it be done. And so the, the Clintons, all these people, why do they always gravitate towards Haiti or Calcutta or uh, Sierra Leone or any of these impoverished places? They're impoverished because of the banking systems. They don't have to be impoverished. Now, I do think that different races do operate differently. I think Northern Europeans are more conducive to um, lower impulse con or higher impulse control, more long-term planning because of the winter environment. Yeah, I'm not saying everyone is just, I'm not, you know, Montesquieu, no, Rousseau who thinks everyone's a blank programmable uh, canvas. No, we have heritage. We have, um, you know, racial predispositions and all that. But that poverty you see in Haiti, the poverty you see in Calcutta is manufactured. And so when you have someone like, you know, Ghislaine Maxwell's father, Robert Maxwell, and Mother Teresa, uh, and they're, they're, they have huge, huge amounts of money behind them. And all that money is coming from the quote-unquote elites, the banking elites. You know, Mother Teresa isn't out there saving souls. She's getting blood, in my opinion. Because from my experience with a rabbit, uh, the, like if you consume the blood right after death, you, you feel their life force inside you. And I think these people get addicted to children, blood, right as they die. That's why, you know, if you look at Jordan Peterson's wife, she was in charge of, um, you know, shelters for the poor children, you know, finding homes for uh, the needy children. Always, always, always a red flag. Always a red flag. Because these vampires go after uh, the neglected, the impoverished, and the low functioning. And that's why the whole thing about Christ being the perfect sacrifice always rang very gross to me. But given the context, I kind of understand what happened there. And there is a freeing element of Jesus because when it comes to this context, because people stop doing human sacrifice. Hopefully, I mean, not everyone, but quote unquote followers of Christ did. 
Imagine a world where, you know, the, the sacrificial lamb and the blood drinking was very common. And so when you have uh, someone who says, you know, no more, and I will be the last sacrifice, and then you guys can, uh, you know, my flesh, my blood will give you strength forever, for forever. No one kills the children anymore. That's, that's, you know, I'd love to just point at the Catholics and say, bunch of sick fucks. But there is, there is something to how I just described that. I don't personally like it because I'm so detached from sacrifice, rituals, blood, cannibalism, that when I think about Christ, I don't want to think about him on a cross or uh, him being a lamb or a sacrifice or a perfect sacrifice. Like that to me fucking creeps me out. But it ended it. You know, like there's an interesting parallel there where it's like, that was the end of that, you know, in the public in like the, the followers of Christ, I believe probably at that point never had the desire to drink blood. Isn't that interesting? Maxwell is the pension grabber. Got a silver hammer. Yeah. Maxwell silver hammer. Exactly. Uh, I think these people, I think what happens with impoverished areas, one reason why they like to keep areas broken because you can have poor areas that aren't broken. Calcutta, the places with no rule of law. That's why the vampires always swoop in to war zones because there's no accountability. Because I'm, I, I, you know, when you have any system, any civilization, you're going to have accountability on some level. There's always going to be um, exploitation with spells. Like you convince people that a plant like cannabis means you should go to prison for 10 years and be exploited. That can happen. There's exploitation. Uh, everywhere there's systems but to get like child blood you're gonna have to have an area that is subsistent barely hanging on you know no rule of law everyone has a price and you're gonna and and deal with families that will sell their children uh to for food and that's what i think mother Teresa's uh role was and so this you know that's an interesting thing to talk about because Although it sounds like I'm just bashing Catholicism because I, I, I just don't see any other role Mother Teresa had than, um, than a, a, a trafficker of, of kids. And when you look at the queen and how uh, she procured children from Canada, from that um, American Indian school, that shit's all real. CPS likes to go after, it's harder and harder for them to get the kids now. That's why now I think they have little farms and stuff. And I know this is a dark subject, but um, there's a reason they do it. It's because it works. There's a reason that, you know, these people, like the queen, quote unquote, live such a horribly unhealthy lifestyle and lives and, uh, and lives to be 100. The Rockefeller, you know, John D. Rockefeller, all these people um, live to be like 105. Dude, they, they never exercise they lie and cheat and steal for a living. Their stress is insane. How do they live so long? I, mean, I, I think it's because they drink blood. Uh, and I think it's very common in that class. You know, like uh, Sumner Rothstone, the guy who owned Comedy Central and MTV. And MTV is not music television. It's Masonic television. It was in a Masonic hall. I worked for them for a while. I didn't know that at the time, but... 
MTV. That's why they have an astronaut is their logo. It's Masonic television. Um, Sumner Redstone famously was always drinking a red uh, liquid that he called his special wine and would giggle when he said that. Migration brings it. Yeah, that's why. Uh, that's why they like war. That's one of the reasons they like war. They like poverty. They like institutional corruption because I think they are. And it's a class thing. It's a class thing. And it's about neglect. Because as the Q-tards went nuts about child abductions and Hillary and all this, I know thousands of people. And I've used my social media in a way that's extremely helpful. Like when, when COVID was start, first kicking off, I was asking thousands of people, does anyone here know anyone who's died of COVID-19? Or at that time, it was called the coronavirus. When they were saying there's mass graves in New York City, all this, and no one had known one person at that time. That's how, yeah, Henry Kissinger, yeah. And so I've asked, does anyone know anyone who's had a child abducted that was not a family member? No one. But then you go down a few social classes where people that don't have access to the internet, people that um, are in Haiti or Calcutta or uh, runaways that don't have parents and have been living in the system for five years, those are the ones that disappear. If you look at how they hunt, they don't go after people whose kids have parents who would look for them. You know, and that's the reality of the situation. Like they're not snag snatching uh, Timmy and Alice from a schoolyard and, you know, a cul-de-sac. That isn't what happens. They go to Haiti. They go to Calcutta and they hide behind charity. And that's why I know it's hard for a lot of Catholics to admit what Mother Teresa is, what Bono probably is, what a lot of these people are, because they hide what, you know, the atheists have Bill, Bill Gates and Clinton and all that, but it's all the same systems. They, they hide behind saving the poor. And they, uh, and they go to these broken places. Like any Hollywood celebrity that's been to Ukraine the last six months is highly suspicious. Why would you go to a place where the rule of law is broken, there's a war zone, and there's no accountability of human trafficking? That's why they do it. And Mother Teresa is the textbook example of an operative who does that. You know, raising billions of dollars through quote-unquote charities. Like, why would these disgusting vampiric elites give Mother Teresa $10 million? What would they get in return? Oh, a clear conscience? No. These people are addicts. And it's depicted in movies over and over again, but people don't see the metaphor like Jupiter rising and all this, where they feed on the uh, essence of the youth to stay young. And they, they can't just do it because it's, all, it's always been rebelled against in the past. These systems have been going on thousands of years. So in the past, these empires, uh, these princes and kings and queens and elites and all this, they would just do this. I mean, there's stories of, I mean, the, uh, the queen admits that they are descended from cannibals, that not that long ago they were eating people. They've openly admitted that because I think they want to brag about it, but they're not quite, they know they can't. Fun fact, Mother Teresa and Princess Diana died on the same day. Yeah, and, um, and so they, 
they they do this stuff, but they can't do it in the open yet. Because when they do it in the open, people uh, rebel. You know, like, uh, does anyone know where the, the term mafia comes from? It's mafia, my daughter. My daughter. That was like, uh, that was the original war cry when I believe the French had colonized Sicily and one guy had his fucking daughter taken and they started the mafia, allegedly. And then mafioso, our thing and all this stuff. But huge rebellions start when someone just takes one kid. That, that people love. And so there is a blood, there is a, a, a utility to blood drinking. Freshly killed blood of children. And it's pretty obvious that they're addicted to it. And uh, that's how they get it. They say we're saving Africa. Like the horrors that have happened in Calcutta and Africa, and I'm sure Ukraine right now is experiencing something insane. Stay in touch with your inner child. Don't let the one you used to be disappear. Thanks, Burn Bear. I think we're doing fine. Like this, this uh, conversation shouldn't make you feel bad because it connects dots. Everyone knows that there is ritual abuse. Everyone knows they hide in plain sight. Everyone knows that something really weird is going on with with these uh, with with this stuff. But the more you can see the pattern, the less fear you'll have. Uh, BB, Mother Teresa wouldn't let people under her care have pain meds because they needed to suffer. Cold, heartless bitch or Satanist. Uh, I think that it was about blood. I don't think that she wanted blood, the blood to be tainted by, um, you know, by any type of drugs or treatments or anything. I think, I think the whole thing was about harvesting. I mean, there's a there's a trillion dollar organ harvesting business right now, like right now. It's it's not this isn't like a conspiracy theory. It's like, but how did they do it on a mass scale black market where they don't have to pay the vig? This is how they do it. And so um, Jesus saying, eat my flesh, drink my blood, you will have eternal life. I, I get the utility of that. I think it allowed people to have the ritual without actually killing anybody. And if you think about a, a past that was that dark, and I'm never, I'm never doing communion because I don't feel the need to. <laughs> but if you're, if you're thinking about freeing people from those rituals, I get why that was practiced and why it is practiced. And I'm not as um, accusatory of it as I thought I was going to be when I was going to do this stream. If you must drink my blood, could it be? Yeah, imagine if you're the best guy ever and you're seeing people drinking child's blood and you're like, if you have to drink blood, drink mine. If you have to eat flesh, drink, eat mine. You know, that's, that is a beautiful thing. Especially if it ends it forever amongst the quote unquote masses, you know, where there's no more need. No one kills the children anymore. And so that's, that's what I concluded with a lot of this stuff. And although I'm not, again, I find it creepy. But, uh, you know, I think Jesus' intention was very good. Yeah, if you must sacrifice, sacrifice me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, 
It's all good, Owen. We're all on the same journey. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and if anybody is, has any problem with my journey, they, they're banned for life. If anyone's like, oh, how don't you see it? Because I don't, and I'm honest. And if you want a prepackaged agenda, then you go head on out to the Daily Wire Louder with Crowder. If you want to see a conservative dressed in women's panties and fight like hell against Joe Biden, someone who doesn't know where he is, then go ahead. I don't need you. All right. BB, maybe it's also one up the Jewish special boys with their blood sacrifices. Yeah, the fact that it's not outlawed in the Old Testament is shocking to me. I, I really thought that I was going to show how fucked up the Catholics were with clear laws from like Leviticus or something where it's like you can't drink human blood. It's not there. There's warnings. There's warnings about before you consume meat to drain the blood because your souls will intermix inter, uh, with you know, the life energy of another thing, which is real and very true. But uh, it wasn't that. People were fucking definitely drinking a lot of blood back then. And it makes a lot of sense when you think about it. When you think about tribes being consumed with the spirit uh, and just being like so, you know, uh, not the spirit of Christ, the spirit of descent, like, imagine if, if you never fought, like, like right after eating the heart of your enemy. Like, you just, you, all, their, all their strength, all their energy get, comes back into you. And you can see this over and over and over and over again in art and literature. And it's barely metaphorical. Like Highlander or any of this stuff where it's like, you, you kill and then consume what they have. It's in video games. You kill and you take their hit points or whatever. And so... But what do you give up? Because we are in a perfectly balanced place. So if you keep consuming others' power, you're losing your, who you are. And you eventually become one of these howled out demonic creatures. You know, imagine like the civilization, like I'm not against certain um, moves by some of these conquistadors and all that. Like why could a few hundred people take out a, uh, empire of 20 million. Oh, because of smallpox. No, stop it with that bullshit. It was because it had decayed to a point where a feather could knock it over. When you're eating hearts at the top of a pyramid, you're about ready to go. Same with Rome, same with, unfortunately, same with what we're starting to see in America with the, the Moloch of the abortion, you know, Dionysian music with pure promiscuity, homosexuality, pedophilia, transgenderism, bestiality, all this stuff warned about, about collapse is happening in cities. Not where I live, which is great, but cities are starting to get that drumbeat that's going to keep going until they're like, Arrgh! and then they're as weak as you can get because they're, they're hollowed out. And any group that, that isn't doing that can take all of it. And so, you know, eat of my flesh, drink of my blood, and no one else's is a powerful, it's like, it's a way to keep people, potentially to keep people from going down that road because I promise you guys, it is real. It is real. It's not just Hollywood scary movie shit. It's not um, nonsense rituals. Consuming the blood of something that just died, you get an element of their memories, their strengths, their spirits, whatever. It goes in you. You know, BB, I have the thought it was because 
those people and cultures were supposed to go. It was their time. Yeah, but why? Why couldn't they fight back very well? There were some American Indian tribes that did fight back well, and they survived for hundreds of years and still exist. Why could some of these empires get fucking decimated so fast? Because, um, because they were they were like completely hollowed out. You know, Mel Gibson's movie Apocalypto, I think, is pretty accurate. Like they had gotten to a point, and I'm sure that their empires had a very beautiful era where they could build, you know, Machu Picchu and all this shit. And it got to a point when they were engaging in too many rituals. Uh, and they were opening shit up. It's so similar to like math or Coke or something. It's like at first you're like, whoa, why didn't I ever try this before? I feel electric. I've never felt the sun like that. I could run for days. And then cut to 10 years later, you're like, I'll suck your dick. I'll suck your dick. You know, it's the same fucking thing. Blood is, I'm guessing it's the ultimate in drugs and consuming the spirit of various you know, beings until you don't exist, till you're hollowed out. Steiner claimed they started smoking peyote in an attempt to reactivate their disappearing clairvoyance. Too many Achilles heels. I do believe the Aztecs were in contact with some kind of entity. I think we're all in contact with all kinds of entities, guys. Uh, Jim Bob just said, um, the reason you experienced, yeah, he's watching right now. Nice. Hello, Jim Bob. The reason you experienced the rabbit after eating the blood and heart and why Christ used the medium of blood, Leviticus, for the life of the flesh is in the blood. That it's, dude, it's true. And I did, I experienced it. And so, uh, and so for the last sacrifice that was consensual to end sacrifice, you have to see the beauty in it on some level. Although I've always been revolted by it. But like to end sacrifice, but like, you know, the important thing is to end sacrifice. And unfortunately, I think a lot of people are getting a little, you know, a little addicted again. I'll suck your dick, I'm wrong. Yeah. How can one TV or screen take out an entire family, BB? I don't know what that question means, Burn Bear. I think you're on one. Otis said, BB, what led you to think to eat the rabbit heart, which led to all this insight? Was it just spontaneous? Well, you know, I, I follow a dude on Instagram, the raw natural diet guy. He's a really good guy. And people have been talking to me about eating raw organs. And I do eat raw organs <clears throat> from time to time. There's a great butcher down the street from me, and I get hearts and kidneys and livers. I haven't in a while, but uh, there's a tremendous amount of nutrition in it. But there's no blood. And I had just killed a rabbit, and I was like, oh, a heart. I'm just going to eat this. It's going to be the freshest organ I've ever eaten. And it was like a drug. And it was tiny. And it, it didn't kick in right away, but it was, there was an essence to it that I consumed. And it was from the blood. And uh, before you condemn me or point your dirty little finger, it was innocent. I wasn't doing it to consume the spirit of the rabbit. I thought there'd be a lot of, you know, vitamin D or some shit in it. I don't know. And, uh, and I'll never, and I, and I couldn't take the taste out of my mouth for like two months, the images that left after like a week, but for like two months, I could still have a taste of it in my mouth. Accidentally summoning is a funny skit. Yeah. Especially the fact it was a rabbit. It's like, 
accidentally briefly being somewhat possessed by basically a rodent is pretty fucking funny. It was a learning experience, BB? Yeah, totally. Well, I mean, alcohol does something similar. It's called spirits for a reason. It opens up doors, you know, and my spirits from drinking would typically be uh, affectionate. You know, I was never the angry drunk, but some people they're, but again, you know, it's still unhealthy and then you pay for it. And whenever you open a door, you're less of a, um, reliable father. BB followed the right way. No, I actually did follow the rabbit into its rabbit hole. I didn't remember the scene from Silence of the Lambs when the guy ate Ray Liotta's brain and led it to him while he was alive. Uh, yeah, that's all real shit. Because just from that one experience, I can tell you that there's, there's people that just want to always escalate. They're like, whoa. You know, you'll eat like a, a raw heart of an elk. And you're like, whoa, dude, I just got like a boner. I'm in a rut. And you're like, whoa. And then they're like, imagine what it's like. And then you just keep going. And then, and I think you lose yourself. Uh, ate a rabbit heart. Yeah, I ate a rabbit heart and then immediately had four kids. Okay, so uh, that's, uh, that's what I wanted to talk about a little bit today. Um, that's my NFT. Uh, you, can, you can buy it for $911. Uh, but... but you only you have to use Gary Terry coin, and uh, every all the proceeds are going to be going to saving the children. And by saving the children, I mean setting up charities in Haiti. You know, and by saving, I mean drinking. Um, all right. Obviously, I'm not selling an NFT because I'm not a scam artist. All right. So, Guyton, uh, super chats, please. The part about losing yourself is especially interesting. Yeah, I think it's a lot like drugs. And that's why you look at these old elites, these hollowed out shells. And that's probably what it is. They've just been consuming so many other people's life force that they don't exist at all. All right. Uh, Because I don't, like, if you drain the blood of organs or fresh meat, uh, it doesn't happen at all. And so that's why I'm... For raw meat consumption, like I think it's healthy, like raw cream, raw milk. Uh, there's a lot more life force in it, but the blood is where I think you can get consciousness. And, you know, again, I talked about this in the beginning, but that scene in Harry Potter where Harry Potter consumes the tears of Snape and gets all his memories. Man, there's something to that. Eating monkey gra- brains from a live monkey is a weird way to start your day. It goes without saying, I'm not recommending any of this. In fact, it's helped me understand why someone would uh, do communion. Where it's a way to never do that again. Um, But I, again, I don't feel any need to do communion. Uh, But, I mean, I think back then a lot of people were drinking blood. Because you see it in every fallen... Uh, society, every, it, it's like sex ritual, uh, pedophilia and drinking blood. It's always where it goes. Cause it's like a consumption thing. Otis says, what does Gardner have to say about the theory? Seems right up his alley. I just figured this out this morning. Uh, because I, I knew I had to do a stream and I wanted to do a stream, but because I get a lot of mail in the winter, 
And then it just started hitting me. I'm listening to this great uh, Fortune St. Germain Crow stream about music and how different beats and the Dionysian rhythms that have like lowered consciousness to the animal state that we're in now. Not we, they, you know, urban living. That's why I love classical music. I encourage people to listen to classical music. Stuff that is in the higher register, something that isn't. Because that rhythm, that beat, that's the Dionysian drums that get you to do, you know, wine orgy magic. Like rock and roll means sex and drugs. To roll was to do drugs and rock was to fuck. Jazz met, meant come. Like jazz was semen. And that's why the Soviets and the Nazis banned jazz and swing and rock and roll from their societies because they knew a society with that type of uh, degeneration uh, would just, it couldn't function. And so that's what we're witnessing now is the Dionysian end, and it's going to get worse before it gets better, uh, where I do think people will start con publicly consuming blood. What about guzzling of the no, you know what? There's probably something there too. There's probably something there too. I don't even want to look into that. All right. Is there a difference in mammal organs than others? Do you have visions if you eat? I have no idea. That was the only time I've ever done that. And I never want to do it again. It wasn't like scary. It was just like, I don't want to tap into that feeling. I felt it. Like I felt what it felt like to be a rabbit. And just everything was fast paced. Everything was like quickly moving and then still. And then it was a lot of going through tunnels. All right. Um, I agree, BB. Maybe even the legalized public sacrifice in some places. Well, the, you already have legalized sacrifice of abortion and the consumption of uh, fetal cells and vaccines. I mean, they've been, they've been teasing and edging for a while. And by they, I mean it's a demonic level. The people doing it, the higher up the food chain, I think the more they don't exist as people anymore. All right. So let's read some Super Chats. Kind 10. Super Chats, please. Um, oh, sweet. Kind 10 just sent me my, my half of the uh, Super Chats. No note. Hmm. Thanks, I guess. Canada is doing euthanasia. Yeah, yeah. They're like the euthanasia. They've been doing euthanasia now for a while. That's nothing new. And, uh, oh, nice. A little silver. What a great day already. And uh, so they're just going to probably eventually be like, well, we might as well drink the blood. All right, here's the uh, Super Chats. All right, remember when the missing children on the milk containers? Great documentary, Boys for Sale from the early 80s. Houston was the capital for underage boy prostitutes and missing kids. The whistleblower in the dock was a professor from Utah, died suspiciously a few years later, connects to the call boy scandal in the White House late 80s. Uh, yeah, but it's always that demo. It's always the people no one would miss. And I hate to say that because I would miss, I, you know, all life is precious. But um, that's why community is so important. Because you can be broke as a joke. You can be basically homeless. If you have friends, if you have family that would look for you, if you're missing, you're way ahead of the level where they get these people. 
unfortunately, the children are typically sold by the parents who are impoverished and are practicing some kind of, you know, drug and do like they're just gone. That's it's super consensual on a real fucked up way. And uh, and it's dark. All right, Toronto Jew Bear. Shabbat Shalom, BB. Great stream. It just occurred to me that the hospitals are big on getting new parents to pay to have their baby's un- umbilical cord blood stored by a private company. We did it. They say it's used for potential future cancer treatments, but who knows? Dark possibilities. Yeah, I think, I think well, the number one collector of blood in the world through Red Cross are the Rothschilds. Red Cross, right? And, uh... It's, it's all about blood, man. It's, uh, and so they consume it and the fresher, the better. And it's fucking crazy. The, the, the cure cancer, it's to cure their cancer. I'd go out on a limb and say that these consumption of these, like, you know, umbilical cords and stem cell placentas and all that. I think that they consume it to live to be like 150. I think that's at, like, look at Henry Kissinger, guys. That is not the actual life expectancy of someone who lives that type of life. There's no way. Laborers, people with family, people living close to nature. All my great-grandparents lived to their mid or late 90s. All of them. So because they lived, uh, they had high-trust societies. They were close to nature. They ate whole foods. They slept great at night. They didn't consume drugs. Um, but if you look at a Henry Kissinger, someone who sits in board meetings all day, horrible sleep patterns, guilty conscience, detached from, uh, nature, um, how is he living to be a hundred with a complete, like fully cognitive brain? I'm not going to say it's consuming blood, but like, I, I think that va- the vampire stories are be are completely real. The, the royal family of England have admitted to it. They've admitted that not that long ago they were consuming human flesh. Uh, I, I think they still do, and I think a lot of them do. Donna says, thanks for the Saturday stream. I think it's worth updating my credit card information. Well, thank you. Um, many, I had to update my Bertaria app today. I was asked to renew, and I said, yes. I've had a great experience. So, uh, so I just paid for another year of my own app. Mini Bucket said, thanks for the gravy. God bless you, your family, and the bears. You as well. Juiced Up Turkey Bear says, when you asked your son where he was before and he said light, uh, could the creeps be drinking blood to try and get the memories of the light? A hundred percent. Yeah, because people like me, and I'm guessing a lot of people like you, don't feel the need to drink blood because we're not detached from God. You know, if you're completely detached from God, and you uh, don't have joy, gratitude, light, anything good in your life, love, the only way to get it is material. And that would be to consume the life force of an innocent child. I mean, it's so fucking dark, but I think that's the purpose of Bono and Mother Teresa and Hillary Clinton and all these people. It's to go to these horrible places that are, that are impoverished intentionally it's sorry, Stefan Malinu. It's not just because they're black, you know, much love. I know blacks can be dumb, but like these places like Calcutta doesn't have to be like that. 
Why do they keep it like that? It's to, it's to uh, harvest, in my opinion. The rings of power, man. It's like District 12, the sacrifice. It's always an art because it's over and over and over again. It's just, it's hard to see it clearly because it's so horrifying. All right. Follow the white rabbit heart. Thanks, Dean Bear. Jonah Bear, Port Bear's rollerblading queen. I mean, he's a fucking, he's in a fucking union. How much more obvious could it be? Last time I was in a union, they kicked me out for not being gay and covering my face. May this help cover the cost of whatever gay deeds Port Bear had to do to stay with his local. God bless. Indeed. Jack says, just wanted to say thanks for the legendary streams this week. Anytime. I'm, uh, I'm really chasing the rabbit, if you know what I'm saying. Jack said, just wanted to say thanks for the legendary... Oh, Rebunked Bear. We will be doing Middle Tennessee Unbearables Christmas Meetup Christmas Day south of Nashville for bears with nowhere to go or if you want to just stop by. Flyer on BT app under Rebunked Bear message for the details. Awesome. Good for you. Francisco said, I was listening to Pockets of the Future covering how Will Smith is talking about an actor improved a scene with him saying, you're... You're a cold one and spit on him. Anyway, sketch idea for you. You being the actor who obviously just auditions for those type of roles and just crushes it every time. That's hilarious. I'm like, I have to spit on a black guy or I'm not doing it. They're like, well, you know, it's not in the script. I'm like, it will be if I'm the actor. Let's work on our lines, Will. Gravy Bear. BB, can you play the clip of based African pastor I found? It's the first minute, one or two minutes. Just send it to Cod. Email it to Cod. I can't get links here. Bargain Bear, glad I could run your perfect, uh, ruin your perfect batter av- batting average with that panda coin. It's real gold, and I didn't want the only gold you got to be from a guy who puts his hand in Danish anuses all day. Wow, thanks, Bargain Bear. No, I, I'm treating it like real gold. Joshua says, those dirty nigs and their anti-homosexuality rhetoric is inspiring. Indeed. As much as it pains me to say this about those sub-Saharans, I know, it pains everyone, but yeah. Illinois Dirt Bear, may God bless Bertaria, you as well. Crestmont Bear, Big Bear, I said the other day, and I'll say it again, your structured shows are great, but your rambling is pure gold. Thursday stream, 1568, was one of your best yet. Also, I feel something big coming soon, too, and count this as paying that gay away. Yeah, a lot of people really like 1568, if any of you guys want to check it out. It's about symbols and mind control and all that. Uh, one guy made a montage of it. Like the guy who made the montage of uh, Don't Spill the Beans. He made one of that stream about me just making fun of uh, Dogma. I might have to play it. But seriously, I left California in 2019 and I'm feeling similar vibes now. I trust God onward. Yeah, I just think the drum beat, if you can understand the rhythm of mass psychosis, you can feel the drum beat escalating. And, uh, and how to survive it and all that good stuff. There was a movie about the ultimate perfume. I think this all has to do with sacrifice. It was called um, Perfume Movie. I think that's what it's called. The Story of a Murderer, 2006. So what this movie's about, and it's with uh, Ben Wishaw, Alan Rickman, Dustin Hoffman, Rachel Wood... Um, the story of a murder. So what he would do is he would get prostitutes and kill them. And right as they died, he would extract the scent from their skin. 
And, uh, and he would put it in bottles of perfume and sell it to the rich who, uh, who said it was like magical. And the way he died at the end, um, I think the whole thing is, is more true than people want to admit, is, um, is he covered himself with the perfume and allowed a, a giant crowd of people to eat him alive. And he was in pure euphoria. It's dark, but I think it's a truth drop. And it's, uh, it's about harnessing the essence of the newly killed. And I think uh, that is a lot more of the horror people will be seeing in the future than any ordered military or ordered anything. The government is not going to do a goddamn thing to you. It's going to be this sick Dionysian shit, and it will not be institutionalized because there's no way to carry it out. Because the people that consume flesh or blood or all this stuff are very weak and very afraid and, and very, very uh, vacant. It's totally dark and highly well done. Yeah, it's well done because it's you can feel that it's close to truth, even though it's extremely um, haunting. People like to consume the youth. They like to consume the innocent, the beautiful, the scent, the blood, you know. And it's a lot more common than you would think. Like, you would even see that in, like, movies or how people would talk. Like, you'd hear some, you know, disgusting guy... Just be like, oh, I love the smell of young pussy, you know? And you're like, really? Like, what about the smell of it? Do you want to kind of like eat it? Yeah, I just like to eat young pussy. And you're like, how far are you going to take that, you know? And then they go, oh, you're just seeing things. Nope. Nope, that's where that, that mentality goes. And uh, you're seeing it more and more where they're not that far away. You know, if you're doing like orgies and sex and all that, and it's public and everyone's drinking wine and listening to the rhythm, they're so close to biting a neck. They're so close. To, and you know they're doing that privately. Uh, watercolors, very cool. Thank you for the watercolors, whoever sent me that. Yuck. I know, but listen to the language people use. I love eating pussy. Oh, what do you like about eating? Like, so you want to eat it, huh? Oh, you're, you're just being, you're just being weird. Oh, really? Because almost every known civilization that goes down the pattern that the West is currently going down, they all consume virgin flesh. So if you're going to talk like that, <laughs> like know where that goes. You know, and it starts with words and then it just keeps going from there. And it's and when people aren't conscious as to what they're saying. Oh, I just love, you know, young. I want to eat young pussy. Oh, I bet you do. Where? Kind of like at the top of a pyramid, maybe. <laughs> like, uh, I can hear you. I can see you. Because there's different reactions. Sometimes people will be like, oh, shit, I didn't even realize how that sounded. And then they'll be like, wow, thanks for showing me that. And other people will be like, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? No, you're the crazy one. I just want to eat. I just want to consume flesh. And I'm like, oh, you're angry about it now. I see. 
Yeah, and then you strap on a pair of rollerblades and start going to town, huh? Wheeling around, wheeling around town, showing off your, showing off your brand new rollerblades. You know where that always goes? The consumption of human flesh. Well, it makes sense. Oh yeah, just listen to language, man. It's always right in how people talk. Man, I just. I just want to eat it. Eat it, huh? The action is actually to lick. Aren't you licking the clitoris? But in your mind, are you biting and tearing and eating? The verb eat doesn't even make sense for oral sex. You're consuming? How close are you to taking a bite? Right? Oh, you're, you're just a conspiracy theorist. Oh, yeah? All right. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, Dios mio, no. Oh, Dios mio, Oven Benjamin. Oh, really? Why they call it a blowjob rather than a suck job? I don't know. I know that's your world. Papa Jay, you're always thinking about sucking guys' dicks. But that's not my world. Papa Jay's like, why do we call them... Why do we say we give guys blowjobs and not suck jobs? I mean, I mean... I'm like, Papa Jay, what are you trying to say? He's like, well, I don't know. I'm just saying, why do we always say... I'm about to give that guy a blow... I mean, I mean why, do, why do girls say that? Papa Jay, the cat's out of the bag. That's very generous. Thank you. Let's read some real good mail today. Kyneton, am I caught up on Super Chats? Because I have quite a few letters, which I am very happy about. All right. Okay, give me a second. Dionysian or Pied Piper leading the rats in the river? Yeah, exactly. That's, that's really what it is. You want to understand our current iteration of Satanism? It's, it's, it's just, it's, it's music-based sex magic chaos shit. Okay. Sex should be modest, BJs are gay. Yeah, everyone knows that, especially Papa Jay. That's why he likes them, because it makes him feel gay. Paige and I walk around our beach park every day, and every time someone rollerblades by, I have to bite my tongue from yelling fag. Good for you, Weiss. But watch out, though. Anti-Semitism's on the rise. They're just looking for an excuse to throw you down the well. Dear Big Bear, my fiancé and I received your Christmas card last week, and we put it up right in the middle of our fridge. We love the picture so much because we both aspire to have a similar picture in our near future. Oh, that's beautiful. I just want to thank you for another year of your streams, which are literally the best content on the internet. I completely agree. You hear that, Weiss? You hear that, Jim Bomb? I said it right in front of you. They add so much value and clarity to my life. If it wasn't for your streams, I wouldn't be where I am today. Happy, healthy, engaged, and an amazing to an amazing, beautiful woman and dedicated to the path of the good, the true, the beautiful. Please accept this token of my appreciation and please accept, or please keep doing what you do because you are improving the lives of so many. 
I so look forward to another year of laughs, truth, and piping hot gravy with you and the Bears. Nobody is having more fun than us. Blessings to you and your beautiful family, and onward to Bertaria. Air Bear. Thanks, Air Bear. Wow, look at you two. Look at you two. I'm so happy for you, man. You guys are going to have some attractive kids. Uh, I think that should be called a theorist. I don't think it's wrong to enjoy the smell of a woman's pheromones. The problem is inability to resist urges and always need more. No, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with enjoying a woman's pheromones either, Karma Warlock. It's the language of to eat. It's not saying, man, I love the smell of my wife's skin. Does anyone have a problem with that? No. To say, I like to eat young pussy. Do you not see the profound difference of intent? Oh, you're the team thing, big bear. Just wait. Talk to me in five years. Tell me if I'm just seeing things. This is me rolling my eyes. I got that from Gary and Derry. People I invented. I got three Christmas cards this year, one for every place me and my wife have lived. Nice. Hey, baby. We were grandparents in our 50s and 60s and started down this road to leave Babylon 20 years ago. We're involved in the tiny house movement. Nice. Great movement. And downsizing our lives. Of course, our families thought we were crazy. We traveled and worked from an RV for the last seven years after kids left home to do their own thing. Recently, I settled in Montana. Is it weird that I don't want my kids to ever leave? Like, I just want to keep expanding the lands. Okay, my bad. I didn't understand. Oh, no problem. You don't have to apologize. You, you have a good point. I mean, enjoying the smell of your woman is, an, is a good thing. Claiming, like, using verbiage that is associated with consumption is odd. And I've, you know, I've used words that I didn't understand. Uh, like, even that word, understands, to stand under, to be submissive to, Right? But to eat young pussy sounds very cannibalistic. And you don't think so at first because it's so out of, it's so like not possible that anyone would consume human flesh. And then you realize that it was the norm. I believe it was the norm for most of human existence. For a hunter gatherers, I, I guarantee, like if you went hunting and just been like, fuck it, I'm going to eat a heart that's basically still beating out of that elk. There's no way you don't feel the spirits of it. And w people without a structured morality would just fucking, why wouldn't they do that to their enemy? Like they kill their enemy and then they eat their heart. That's clearly a logical step for them. Uh, I like to eat young trannies' asses, Ari Shafir. Yeah, oh my God. Oh, oh. All right, two things. First, I loved your stream yesterday regarding relationships. I can attest how the culture worked at brainwashing women from a young age. My mother and her friends bought the lie hook and sinker, telling me as a young girl that men were not trustworthy. I needed a good job, career, because I could not count on men. So... Thinking my mom was right, I went down that path. Thought I did not want children. Tried to act like sex did not matter, etc. Thankfully, I joined the army. Men there treated me with the utmost respect because I did not sleep around and acted respectfully. My attitude started to change, but not in time. I married a man who was not respectful and did not want kids. At 30, I realized it was all a lie. I had two kids anyway. Ended up divorced, but the Lord sent me godly, hardworking man. 
Yes, women want a hardworking, loving man. The physical appearance helps, but not a deal breaker for most women. Yeah, totally. I taught my daughters the best job is wife and mom. Good to have a skill, but look for a man who will love you and want a family tradition. Um, now I want, now I am blessed with two wonderful grandkids and a son-in-law I absolutely adore. Second, my father was a huge influence on me. I remember him saying each election season, why vote? They're all on the same team and just a bunch of crooks. Exactly. Uh, Eleanor Roosevelt, or no, it was, was it FDR's mom famously said, don't vote. It only encourages them. <laughs> so true. Bunch of fucking crooks. Uh, this is early in the 70s. He had a friend created a lawnmower. He and a friend created a lawnmower when I was in elementary school that ran on water. We used it all summer. Then a meeting took place at our kitchen table. Two men in suits showed up, met with my parents and my dad's friend and his wife. There was paper signing, checks paid, and they left with our lawnmower. Both my parents are dead now, and I could never get them to tell me what happened to our lawnmower. I know exactly what happened to your lawnmower. Uh, my dad was just high school educated, but was an inventor of sorts and could fix anything. He was always an entrepreneur, as I am now. I never fit. Yeah, anything can run on water, by the way. But there's, uh, there's something very primal, energetic about pulling the organs from a deer I just killed. Can't imagine what it feels like eating them while still warm. Yeah, I still will consume organs and all that. I'm just staying away from blood. Because uh, I did consume freshly killed blood once. And uh, as I already described several times in the stream, it was a very intense experience. I never want to be a rabbit. All right. Um, let's continue. My dad, uh, I never fit in with the clock punchers. This is not meant to be derogatory, just people are different. Yeah. You can run a car in gasoline vapor. All car, all gasoline is vapor. It's the vapor that creates the explosion. It's not actually the liquid. Um, you have to separate the water into H2 and hydrogen. Yes. Yeah. I mean, water is pure energy. And everyone's like, oh, how dare you? Look how expensive the gas prices are. Well... Anyway, we look forward to the next gathering in Idaho, but we'll travel to Missouri as well. Hope this token helps. We are a one-income family doing the best we can. Of course. Warmest regards, Mrs. Tumbleweed Bear. P.S. The Christmas card was created by Snow White Bear and Brooke Bear. Why, thank you very much. Very sweet. Merry Christmas to Owen and family. Thank you, Tumbleweed and Bears. Yeah, this was uh, a homemade card. If that's all right with the blacks. Dear Owen, hope you're doing well. I wanted to share a Christmas card with you this year and write a note of gratitude because you have helped our family immensely. At a time when my husband, uh, Mickey, pronounced Mickey, nice, uh, short for Michael, he's a half Austrian, so the nickname is spelled in German. Nice. Just enlisted in the Air Force and we moved across the country where we didn't know anyone. You and the Bears have provided me, us, with a sense of community. We've been following you for years, but are especially thankful for you now. 
I will forever be grateful for you being there for me during a time of such uncertainty with my complicated pregnancy, especially after our last child died. Your streams also helped me turn down a job out of line with my values and stay home full-time with my son, Santino. We call him Nino for short. Um, while our family can't afford to put money towards the Ozark Project, hence being in the military currently, you are a major guiding force helping us towards the goal of being debt-free and self-sufficient. Yeah, there's a, there's a new term to throw out there is interdependent. Because there's independent, which means self-sufficient, which is actually almost impossible. I'm not self-sufficient. I'm interdependent. There's dependent on a system, which is what you want to stay away from at all costs. The more dependent, the less your community, the less community you have, the more the vampires smell you, in my opinion. Interdependent means dependent on your community, your local community. And so uh, that's just something to throw out there. Independent is dependent on yourself, which is always a personal goal, but not really possible. It always takes a village. So interdependent versus uh, dependent on the system is the goal. All right, anyway. Um, one day we'll be able to give back to you and the community we hold dear. Don't worry about it. You already are with gratitude. Gratitude is a currency. Thank you for it, by the way. Thank you, Owen. You don't need to hear this, but I want to tell you anyway, you're a good man. Forget what all the crazy people say about you. Please give our best to Amy and the boys. Maybe one day Nino and Jack can have a play date. That'd be nice. You got to keep having more, by the way. They are the exact same age, a month apart, and both are insane. Merry Christmas, Smiths. Much love. Christine, Mickey, and Nito. A little aunt, uh, and a baby. Oh, and another baby? Uh, awesome. Good for you. Keep growing that family. Family's wealth. Intersufficient is better. Dependent is a big game. That's a good point. Intersufficient. I've, I've just never heard that word before, but yeah, that is better. An interdependent. Intersufficient. Dear Owen and the Smiths, thanks for the great sweet Christmas card. And because I had sent a letter, in my opinion, you're one of the best American leaders, public activists in several decades. It's shocking you, um, it's pretty shocking that you and Kanye Ye have become friends. I definitely didn't see that coming. <laughs> I wonder if Ye and Barricade Garage have talked also. It would be cool to see all of you speak together publicly on a live stream or even in person. We need leaders of all races and combinations of races to bring people together. Thanks for focusing on role modeling solutions and not fear porn. The more farming in communities and crop greenhouses, the better. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, Marla, Music Fan Bear. Thank you, Music Fan Bear. Very sweet. Yeah, and I didn't see that coming either. And Barricade's great too. He just pretended that he was sorry about the bike. Um, I saw right through it. Greetings, Big Bear. Venti Bear here. Thanks for the wonderful Christmas card. It made my day. Merry Christmas to you and your family. Enclosed, find a CD that I hope you will enjoy. Perhaps it will get a better reception than the previous CD I, CD I sent you. Guns, dogs, and horns. Also, some green pieces of paper favored by tax collectors and such. Found your Obama Calls Yay video on BitChute. I think it was hilarious. Thank you. Uh, re uh, regarding JFK, my guess is when Papa Joe heard about the photos, John was red 
the riot act regarding adolf my guess is they are very early photos pre-1933 intended to make a look like common folk oh, what are we talking about is there like examples Suggest reading the, le oh, I get what you're saying. Got it. You're referring to some of my streams about the, oh, about the shorts. Was he trying to do a, a photo shoot to look like a normal German <laughs> and ended up just looking super gay? <clears throat> That's really funny that Adolf in those like shorts was like a photo shoot for like Tiger Teen Reich uh, to look normal. And he just ended up looking like a tranny. All right. That's really funny. I never thought about that. And then also she's referring to uh, JFK's gay boyfriend, Lem, and all their like gay pictures they, they took together. Suggested reading The Last Days of Hitler by Anton Hokimasoller. The first chapter deals with the Soviet pension for creating propaganda about Adolf. Here's hoping the family stays safe and pure blood as much as possible. Uh, regards, Venti Bear. Yeah, they go back and forth, though. I mean, think about all the propaganda aimed at uh, Soviet Russia. I mean, there was a lot of good things that happened in Russia in the 50s, and I'm not for communism at all, but uh, there's always propaganda machines. And then we just sort of like, after, so people will lie and distort and do spells for an agenda, and then they accomplish it or they fail at the agenda and move on to the next thing, but... The problem is all these lies are just littered. It just litters history now. You know, it's like space junk if space was real. It's just like all this bullshit. You know, like they'll create a whole thing just to do one thing. And then they either accomplish it or they don't. And then everyone else is just stuck with, uh, with all this like bullshit, all these lies. Where do we find JFK gay? Oh, you want to see? I'll just play the. You can go to ladle.tv, unauthorized.tv, unbearablesmedia.com, any of those places. I'll, uh, Mountain Bear did a cartoon for it. I will just show it to you now. It's quite funny. Where the hell is Lem? The boomer. Oh, we've done so many good things. The Jew and the Chinaman. Charlie Kirk reports. Oh, here we go. Presenting evidence to a baby boomer that JFK was gay. Dude, and that's the funniest thing about this channel is every one of these um, eras in the stream This is John has had to have so much bloodshed. Like, I've had to ban so many people. How dare you talk that way about the Patriot? It's the same thing with this Paul bullshit. How dare you? Okay, well, I mean, it's true what I'm saying. I mean, the guy was definitely suspect as shit. Um, all right, here we go. So JFK was gay as fuck. Watch this. Kennedy's best friend. His name was Lem. Lem. He was a homosexual. President, he wanted nothing more than his best friend, who was an open homosexual, to live with him in the White House. How dare you go after John F. Kennedy? He was a veteran war hero. It's not like he was wearing matching gay guy short shorts, shirtless arm in arm with the guy. Oh, yeah? What about this? Arm in arm in matching short shorts. John F. Kennedy, of course, being shirtless and his 
studly homosexual best friend that he stays uh, close with his entire life, smiling like he just sucked a dick. How dare you, Big Bear? How, how fucking double dog dare you? I'm a baby boomer, okay? That clearly is just two young men. One just so happens to be a homosexual. There's nothing gay going on there. It's not like they're petting a dog together or anything. What if they're petting a little puppy together in white linen pants? How? How dare you, Big Bear? I'm a baby boomer. But that's a man that put a man on the fucking moon. What did you do? He's not homosexual, petting a, petting a puppy. You've... Listen, I was with you as a fan. I was with you as a fan when you were going after the, the goddamn liberals. And then even when you came at your own Crowder... But now that you're attacking an American patriot as a homosexual, how, how fucking dare you? I mean, it's not as if he was in a barbershop quartet together. <laughs> You've gone too far this time. That's the man that put a man on the goddamn moon and, and made black people and white people equal forever. The same exact <laughs> cock length and everything. And now you're trying to say he's a homosexual. How dare It's not like he slow danced with the homosexual and, and, and made out with him. Well, here's a picture of John F. Kennedy Jr. and his homosexual best friend slow dancing and kissing. How, how double dog dare you? John F. Kennedy was a, a guy, a fucking war hero. It doesn't matter how many cocks that war hero took in his asshole. <laughs> yeah, cream, strange brew. And so then the gammas and the trolls, to discredit me, will go back and find like images of me from comedy sketches and be like, I don't want to talk. Look at this. Look at this outfit he's wearing. I'm like, yeah, as a comedic actor playing a gay guy, making fun of gay guys. That was, that was the president of the United States with his lifetime companion who is gay. You don't see the difference? How dare you? Look at Owen holding rollerblades in this TMZ photo. I was going to a sketch. Dear Owen, I'm sending you my German Christmas pickle as I can no longer find them in my area stores. That's this right here. The tradition is that you hide the pickle ornament in your Christmas tree. That sounds very gay. And the boys get to search for it Christmas morning. I think I'll pass on that tradition. No one's trying to find daddy's pickle. All right. I, I, I don't know if you've ever, if you saw what that is, but you know, I'm, I, I, I kind of can see stuff. The child who finds it gets a special treat. I bet he does. Or gets to be the child who opens a present first. I think we're going to pass on the whole thing. Thank you though. No one's going to find daddy's pickle to be the special boy. I don't see how people don't see what that is. Anyway, since I couldn't find the ornament in a store, I figured I would look up the German tradition to explain the whole thing to you, usually printed on the packaging. And do you know what I learned after about 15 years of believing this tradition? That there is no German Christmas pickle tradition. Of course not. It's definitely Jewish. Jews make pickles and a lot of them like you to find their dicks. Most Germans have no idea about this pickle thing. No, no, it was definitely... Uh, a Jewish pickle maker who is a pervert. Anyway, I do hope you and Amy think this would be a fun tradition. No, we don't. To begin this year with the boys, and I look forward to hearing which one of them found it. Now, it will not happen. Thank you, though. All right. Wishing you the very uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, Jules. Well, Jules, that was extremely nice and thoughtful. 
and I think you're so innocent, you have no idea what finding the hidden pickle to be the special boy means. Oh, and someone also sent me this. A very sweet... Oh, a Maker's Mark. Maker's Mark sweaty. Sweat, uh, sweater. Thank you very much. Straight booze. But it looks very uh, warm. Oh, here we go. Hi, Owen. I love you and the Bears. Well, I love you and the Bears always. And I love seeing your growing family. This is not a religious symbol so much as it is a curious item that I think ancient cultures used to use as some kind of tool or weapon using sound and when it's made of gold. Merry Christmas. Love, Jason. Cortisol bear. That's this. The original cross. I don't know what this was all about. It looks like a key, doesn't it? It's kind of like a key. I don't know why. It's very... I don't know what the fuck that means. But it's pretty cool. Thank you very much for that. Very cool. Everyone's getting it. Someone sent BBAU sweater. Yeah, they did. And you know what? I'm grateful for it. Just like you should be grateful for all my jokes. All of them. Even the ones that you don't like. Dear Owen Big Bear. Wanted to reach out and say thank you for making me laugh daily for the last week since I found you listening to Crow, whom I found listening to Dave Weiss. Long story, I could tell, but not here. Quick story on how I got to where I am today. Right out of college, I introduced myself to debt <laughs> because I had to have a Toyota 4Runner. I'm 51, so it was a long time ago. It was after getting my first job out of college. The job sucked, and I had someone introduce me to a network marketing scam that I bought hook, line, and sinker. Within a year of making the move to do that full-time, quitting my job, getting married, my wife and I found ourselves with a mountain of debt, no income. Uh, by the way, we're still married. She's beyond awesome. Good for you. We bounced around doing what we could to sort of make ends meet. I say sort of because the mountain was growing. Then after Christmas in 1998, my father-in-law offered me a job. The irony of that offer is he's a financial planner. Later in 1999, I took the test to sell securities. And by October of 1999, I could legally tell people what to do with their money while I was $200,000 in debt. Over time, I began to make a decent amount of money. We'd get close to debt-free, but not out. The lessons I learned while in that business are invaluable, but they were not the lessons some would think. I'm excited. I love Jew lessons. They always seem to be something wrong. They, there always seems to be something wrong other than the lifestyle that drove me nuts. After a few years in the business, my father-in-law, also known as Don, and I met some guys that told us about the radio show they did to market. We decided to give it a try. It worked because people mistakenly believe that you're an expert if you're on radio or television. I was not formally educated to be in finance. In fact, when I studied for my first securities test, I had never heard of a mutual fund. But I've always been curious. Don would tell me later that I got on his nerves because he'd tell me how to do something and I'd always ask why. I was, I'm the same way, obviously. On one show, Don made a comment, a little inflation is a good thing, to which I just blurted out, why? I've heard this many times and I don't understand how me paying more for stuff is a good thing. Long story short, he didn't have an answer that made sense. He was just parroting what he'd been told. 
That sent me down several rabbit holes, and eventually I fell on the Fed. Then 2008 hit. I was scared to death. One thing I never wanted to do was hurt people, and I saw them getting hurt, and there was nothing I could do to help them. I did stay in the business for nine more years, but was miserable. We survived because I had recurring revenue, but I had no desire to seek more clients to have them invest in shit that I had no control over. Good for you. Good conscience. No one has seen Logan's run. Juju LeCube. Was that you who sent me the, the pickle, Julie? It was very sweet of you. I just want you to know that. I'm just not playing find the pickle with any boys. All right. Um, back to the dead. In 2013, I wound up doing an internet show on Voice America. It wasn't a financial show. Frankly, I, w- I just talked. Some about politics, sports, and then weight loss and debt. The weight loss comes from being a fat ass when our first son was born. I lost weight but still had the debt. Yeah, losing weight is harder for me than debt. Um, like this morning, I ran three miles and climbed a thousand feet and jumped some rope. No pickles for me on. Okay, thanks anyway, Julie. Um, we'll see where we'll see where it goes. I've just committed to every morning I work out for thirty to forty-five minutes, get a hard sweat in, drink a lot of water, and then I just we'll see where it goes. But I'm still fat. Okay. Oh, how dare you? It's all about... I, I, I get it. I sent you an ornament and some seeds that you have yet to receive. Okay. The people that had me do the show, by the way, I paid for the show, promised they could get guests for me, which turned out to be a lie. So I just asked people to come on, and I had a couple of friends that were doing some shit with Beachbody... I didn't know that was a network marketing thing. All I knew is I saw P90X on TV and I bought it. My friends were good people that I think wanted to help and I saw an opportunity to put weight loss finances together. My part was to be the finances. Again, something just didn't feel right, but I went along with it anyway. My main motivation was to help people get out of debt even if I couldn't myself. We created a program called A Dollar a Day where people would give at least $1 a day to help someone. I did not touch any of this money. It was kind of cool. We'd pick one person, get their address, and each and each person would send thirty dollars to that person at the end of the month. We had a few months where over a thousand dollars was given, but we had no structure, and all we really did was give a little relief to the person. That's not bad, but it wasn't eliminating debt. No, it can actually hurt people to just give them money. By the way, it uh, you know, if you don't help the people see through it or change their behavior that got them broke in the first place. All money does is like kind of fuck them up a little bit. Unless they like know what to do with it. A lot of people just party and then just they lose their minds. George is getting ready. Hey, George, you're getting a little warm. You got water. We'll go outside soon. Okay. In 2017, I sold my part of the financial business ready to make a new start only to have my dad get sick and die. Then our house flooded and the guy we had do the repairs turned out to be a crook and pretty much ate up most of what I sold the business for and then he sued us. I was fortunate enough to find another job but was so overwhelmed with debt we still had, the lawsuits and my dad's passing, I broke. 
Thank God for my wife, my two kids, and the new job. Otherwise, I might have offed myself. I literally wanted to die, but couldn't because my kids and wife needed me. And yes, I did take medication, my choice, but it helped ease some of the pain. I'm on none now. Good, because that medication is what makes you want to kill yourself. I say all this because I plan to build a program to crowdfund debt elimination. Worry about your own debt first. See, one problem with people, and I'll just be honest with you, is way too many people that suck at something try to teach people about that thing. I was joking with one of my friends that his dad wants to, his dad was like, um, I finally figured out why me and your mother got divorced. And my friend's like, oh, good, dad. It's good. And he goes, and I want to write a book so that people know how to have a good marriage. And my friend tells his dad, he's like, you're not the person to teach that. You had a bad marriage. <laughs> okay. Um, looking around at the wealthiest people I knew when I was a planner, most of them own stuff. Not to- Yes, but you're still in debt and you literally wanted to kill yourself three years ago. You're not in a position, bro. I, I mean this with love. I, li- I like the story. I'm excited about it. But you're not in position to help. You know, you got to figure out how to tread water yourself. <laughs> and then and then offer advice when people ask you advice. People ask me for advice about relationships because of me and my wife's relationship. They're like, you got any advice, Big Bear? I want to be like you. I, don't, I guarantee, Mickey that not one person in your life has ever been like, hey man, will you teach me how to be debt-free like you? It's never happened. And you can't just say, do the opposite of what I do, because I don't even think you figured out why you're still in debt after making tons of money for like 25 years. Maybe a friend of mine became a life coach without any real personal or career success of his own. Yeah, that happens all the time. It's like, I, I teach stuff because people ask me to. They're like, man, how do you grow your own food? Or like, how do you write a joke? Or like, how do you play music? Or how do you have a successful family? Because I do all of those things very well. I'm not bragging, but like, the one thing you know you're not good at is paying off debt. The whole story, it's like, man, I'm crushing it in 2013. And lo and behold, I got into more debt. <laughs> Okay, by the way, I must tell you this, not sure what podcast it was, but you made fun of Planet Fitness while I was on an elliptical machine at Planet Fitness. I probably look stupid laughing. Um, And we are almost debt free. There's so much more I want to do. And this is a start. God bless Megan. I like that you want to do stuff. And I like that you're happy. And I like that you're a, a motivated guy. But just Always pump the brakes about doing for others what you're having a hard time doing for yourself. Tron Jubert, haha, my biggest train wreck of a friend also became a life coach. Yeah, they're like, yeah, that's why I don't like Paul from the Bible. Because the last person I want to hear about Christ is the guy who never met him and used to professionally kill Christians. And I know that's going to cause people, oh, how dare you? Oh, no. Like when, when people try and you know, spread Christianity. And they're like, I should know I was a Satanist for 30 years. I'm like, you're not the guy I want to hear it from. I want to hear it from the guy that that's had just a really good life. And I'm not saying that to be a dick. I'm not saying there isn't a path to redemption or we all don't have a way out or, 
you know, we all don't have sin and problems and all that. Of course, I'm not saying any of that. But what I am saying is you sucking at something doesn't make you an expert at it. Like Paul from the Bible is not the guy to be chastising churches. He was a four foot six murderous liar, self-admitted, who had never met Jesus and sucked at life and couldn't even fucking keep his head from getting chopped off by a guy named Nero. Like, that's not a guy I want any life advice from. I want life advice from the guys that, that were good at it, that, like, actually had good lives, you know? I mean, what do I I mean, that's obvious, right? Isn't that obvious to every... It's, it's inspirational to get through hard times. Like, when you hear that someone was rock bottom and they managed to climb their way out, Paul never climbed his way out. Maybe in 30 years. Like, let's say Paul when he was 15 or 18, used to round up Christians for the empire. And he was this horrible lying sinner. And then he turned his life around. And 30 years later, he has eight kids, a farm. Everyone loves him. He's been given back to the community. You know, at that point, someone would say, hey, Paul, how'd you do that? And you go, you know, I'll write you a letter. That's the letter I want to read. I don't want to read this murderous, childless, short disaster of a fucking murdering wretch who claims that Jesus gave him all his special powers when he was, I mean, it's just a fucking disaster. Um, all right. Oh, and great critique and info on Dave Chappelle monologue on SNL. That's pretty much how I, I saw it too. Uh, and it's nice to be agreed with. Haha. Ha. Also, it was night right about that time that rumors of Kanye being taken out were going. Yes. Thank you for the super chat. Like, for example, Curtis Stone is a great example of someone you want life advice from. Cause he's like, he was like a city Montreal hipster musician. Wasn't raised on a farm, figured out how to make a farm that was profitable on an eighth of an acre in a city in Canada. And he started being successful. He started inventing his own shit. He started doing small garden. And, that, and then he had something to teach people. This is how I got out of it. This is how I got successful. This is, these are the pitfalls. These are how you do it. And his history actually made him relatable to people. Where people were like, oh, I can relate to you. You know? But Paul never achieved anything. He was just always a fucking loser. Um... Uh, he never, like, actually inspired anyone. He was just, like, he went from town to town for a few years trying to guilt people into giving him money and starting churches and shit. Idaho Department of Water and Resources. Oh, Jesus. $25? Notice of claim to a water right. for some I don't know what this means. I paid $25, right? Check number. I don't know what this means. Comments. No address on check. Okay, well, we'll figure this out. Does that make sense about Paul? Um, he had to wean himself off of killing Christians for a while before God could use him. That's what I think. It's like he was on the road going to kill people for the empire. 
Jesus comes, give him powers, you know, special boy, special boy. And now he's like, okay, okay, okay. I know it's been like a week, but I'm ready to teach you how to be better followers of Christ. It's like, what the fuck do you know, man? BB, Paul has been motivating churchians for at least 1900 years. Yeah, he sucks, dude. He sucks. Paul sucks. It's like, oh, he's inspirational. It means anyone can be a self-righteous failure of an asshole and their sins are actually what makes them good. Like, much love to Mickey, but his life experience, I don't want to hear one fucking thing from him about debt. You know, I don't want to hear from Paraplegic Bear about how to talk to black people in Baltimore. They suck at it. He's in a fucking wheelchair because he has no idea how to interact with a black person in Baltimore. You understand? Like, the fact you suck doesn't make you an expert on God. Paul got Order 66 and wanted forgiveness. It, BB, I just found out that Idaho is the only state with the law in the books against eating human flesh. Thanks for looking that up, Toronto Jew Bear. I, I hate to wonder why you had to look that up. <laughs> Toronto Jew Bear is trying to commit cannibalism. Uh, yeah, cannibalism is oddly not banned in the Bible, which is quite jarring for me. Because I'm very against cannibalism. It sounds awful. All right. Big Bear, Merry Christmas to you and your family. Merry Christmas to the Bears and their families. Thank you so much for the Christmas card. It's beautiful, and the Ozark Doc is so awesome and well done. It's mid-December, and the biggest kale plant I've ever grown is thriving, surrounded by cilantro and a handful of marigolds. Oh, marigold! I help an awesome arborist, an all-around good family man with free work as a groundy ropes um, dump trailer. It's cool to work hard with creation and dangerous. Yeah, I've been a groundsman for a while. It's quite a dangerous job, but really rewarding. Just a couple days ago, I scounded a ladder, ascended a ladder to get a leaf blower off the roof. It was lightly raining, and let me guess what happened. And apparently the short ladder, not A-frame, was upside down to where the rounded edges were setting on apparently some surface. The ladder slipped. I landed unevenly on my left ankle and have a newfound respect for nature, my body, reality. I've been doing this work with him for over a year without much incident, thank God. Sprained, bruised ankle, but I shall recover. Maybe I'll pretend I can't walk and get in a wheelchair. <laughs> Nice synchronicity. Thou shalt not kill is banning cannibalism in my book. It should be way more outlined. Oh, you're criticizing the Bible. Yeah. I think it should be like, don't eat flesh. Like, for example, if you, like, let's say you don't kill a man, but you stumble upon a dead body and you're like, I'm really hungry. That's not banned in the Bible. I had my Jews look into it too. I sent out the bagel boys to check out the scrolls. It's not banned. Oh, how dare you criticize the word of God? Oh. Dude, cannibalism's fucked up. Drinking blood, fucked up. Uh, I'm not saying they're in favor of it, but it's not explicitly banned in the Bible, and I find that a little bit weird. Uh, and the Bagel Boys, the Bagel Boys, yeah, yeah, I sent, I sent the Bagel Boys to check the scrolls. So it's not in the Old Testament. It's not in the Torah. It's like... Toronto Jew Bear, what did you find? He's one of my bagel boys. 
Slavery not banned either. Yes, but I get that part. Obviously, I understand that. Economically, debt is slavery. It bans eating pork explicitly, but not human. That's weird. I know, Winder Bear. I know. It's like you're not allowed to eat cheese and meat, but you can eat a guy named Gary. But it never says you can. Hang on. Is there a list? There's a list of unclean meats. Yeah, it's like that which like crawls on the ground, like the bottom feeders. And But it does it list people? Mother Teresa knew it wasn't outlawed. I know it's so dark. Nicholas DeVere claims to be king and says there was a time where it wasn't frowned upon and had to do with passing on royalty. Yeah. You can't eat cheese and meat. Not, not under the laws of kosher. With kosher, you're not supposed to eat the, the milk with the animal. Uh, doesn't it specifically specify only those that go on four legs? God says it's going to happen. It's the end result punishment of a morally bankrupt society. But does it ban cannibalism, though, Toronto Drew Bear? Because you guys are way more dialed into dietary restrictions. Does, at any point, does it say no human flesh? No, I'm not saying you can't eat meat and cheese. Just you're not supposed to eat meat and cheese together, according to uh, kosherat. You're also not supposed to eat shellfish or pork. Cloven hoof. I know the Jews, man. I've, I've, div- I've dove deep into how they think. I've never drank their blood, though, thank God. That would be way too much for me. It's part of Moloch worship, and God says don't do that. Um, but I, I, I'm looking, I, I would prefer a rule. I'm, I'm looking for a rule, guys. And, and if you think that I'm being too conservative, no shellfish, that means no red lobster. I get yay's beef now. Yes, exactly. Jews are an odd bunch. Pork and doesn't explicitly ban it, but it's clear that it's a moral horror. That's a, I see. I agree with that, uh, Toronto Drew Bear. Like, I think it's so bad it's assumed. It's like a lot. It's like how I view the Trinity. Like, I think I'm not going to get into that, but I think there's certain things that aren't ex- explained or like denounced in certain ways because I think it was assumed. Because, like, eating human flesh is described as a horror. All right. So maybe they're not, they they don't list cannibalism as being illegal because they're like, everyone knows that, right? Like, everyone knows that. There's absolutely nothing appetizing about a human. Um, God would be like, you seriously needed a rule for that? Yeah. So obvious it's assumed. Yeah, but I mean, then you have communion, so it's like, eat my flesh, drink my blood, which always fucking freaked me out and bothered me. And then I talked about that in the beginning and how I understand that it ended ritual sacrifice and blood drinking. And, you know, it's a complicated issue, but it's like, I'd I'd like a rule. I'd like it in there. I'm not changing the Bible, but it's like, people are just a little too flippant about flesh eating. BB or Jews are crushing. Thank you. Yeah, I got a, uh, I got a bin of bagel boys. Always checking the scrolls. I got a basket of bagel boys. The Bible says a lot about diet. Now, did it need to be stated or did God's people not get that already? Uh, I mean, it was a rough time. I feel like it kind of needs to be stated, right? I mean, 
I think that the pagans were a lot of them were were drinking blood a lot, you know. It's fine. I think we we, can, we all know not to, right? Like we all know. So let's just let's just move on. I read how dare. Uh, thank you for all the spell breaking laughs. Great times. I read how dare you and probably going to read it again. It's great. Yeah, by Jacob Talling, who just had a baby. Uh, the Ozark Doc was amazing and beautiful, truly refreshing. Merry Christmas. God bless you and God bless the bears. Ever onward, Ballard Bear. Yeah, you're not even supposed to eat predators. Like, eating a predatory animal, you get diseased. Like, if you eat, like, a, like a, a coyote or a wolf or something, it makes you sick. Oh, there we go. Therefore thou shalt devour men no more. From Ezekiel. Uh, I, I like everything about not devouring people or drinking people blood. I mean, they literally stated to not sacrifice children to Moloch. That one had to be said out loud. Yeah, so technically we can drink human blood, just making sure. I mean, I highly recommend not. But uh, apparently, I mean, my basket of bagel boys went out and checked the scrolls. Uh, what about dog? Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the Chinese eat dogs. It says you have to eat split hoof. Does it specify split hoof? Or does it say no non-split hoof? That's very different. Doesn't it say not to eat duck or fowl? Yeah, no predators or scavengers. Maybe that's what bans humans. Maybe that's why they want vegans. Oh, I, dude, I had this theory years ago. It bans not eating the flesh of animals that eat flesh. Maybe a nice vegan rumpsteak. I know that things do operate on this level of loophole. I'm not kidding. So I think that's probably why they're pushing veganism is because I think they think they can consume them. Because you get these strange diseases from eating human flesh, um, like nerve diseases. People used to say Hillary had it, but who knows. Uh, but if, if a human only eats uh, vegetables and soy, I'm guessing you can consume their blood and flesh a lot easier. Do I think you're right about the vegans? Yeah. Because the Bible, uh, now that I think about it, the Bible does ban consuming the flesh of anything that consumes flesh. It says only split hoof and cud chewers. If they can get people to chew cud, well, I guess that means you're puking in your own mouth. Okay, well, this is getting quite dark. I, I warned that, though. I warned it was going to get dark. Oh, by the way, according to Job, it blatantly says the shape of the earth, by the way. Because I know people are getting a little bit shitty about it. Uh, it says, where is it? Yeah, the earth takes shape like clay under a seal. And people could go, oh, that's a metaphor. No, that's a simile, and it already is a simile. The simile is a comparison using like or as. Uh, the earth takes shape like clay under a seal, which is a flat, a seal is never on a ball. Uh, that might spread to the ends of the earth and shake. Yeah. And it talks about how it's, uh, has fixed boundaries. Um, yeah. Here your proud waves must stop. You know, the Bible, according to Job is, it describes the earth that it can't possibly be a spinning ball. And so all you Christians out there that want to always talk shit to flat earthers, uh, you, you're the asshole. I like to take things very seriously. You know, 
Plenty of old folks. Because then they're like, oh, but they didn't know. They didn't know science yet. Okay, that's why your church is closed. The Bible doesn't consider humans to be animals, though. Don't think we're covered under the split hoof thing. I know. Oh, Toronto Drew Bear. I, I know how fucking litigious and loophole the quote-unquote elite are. Dude, veg, don't be a vegetarian. I think, it, I think they think they think they can eat you if you do. Anyway, dear Big Bear, thank you for the Christmas card. It's great uh, to see your family growing and thriving. I hope you guys have a Merry Christmas and a crushing end to 2022. I'm about halfway through the third Building Bear Tire, Doc, and it's great to see so many of the Ozark legends highlighted for the awesome community they've built down there. They're an inspiration to the rest of us and a blueprint of how to successfully build community and homesteads. It's great to relive the festival through the dock because it was really something special. It's a credit to you that your audience is so good that you could stand around talking with just about every person there all day about the most fascinating topics in the world. Three days wasn't enough to even scratch the surface. Oh yeah, you guys are part of my uh, part of my portfolio. Like you guys are part of my wealth. That's why I ban everyone that sucks. Do you know how great it is when people are like, I went to a bear meetup and everyone was great. Imagine going to a Joe Rogan concert and trying to talk to people. It's like, hey man, so what do you do for a living? I like to suck dicks. Bah! Do you have any DMT? Joe Rogan. All right. Uh, Scott Adams will be over some someone's house for dinner one day. I don't know what that means. Scott Adams. I thought that guy was dead. Okay, I also wanted to mention something Mike from Alpha Vedic said a few months ago that the future will be in the trades and in healing. Yeah, I, that resonated. That resonated with me because I've been focusing on what trades I would be good at once I get the opportunity to get out of Babylon. I hadn't considered that healing is a valuable skill too, whether it's nutrition, detox, fitness, herbs, or whatever. There are a lot of sick and unhealthy people out there who are going to want to get healthy. Lots of opportunities for bears with a passion for health and fitness. Keep crushing, man. This year has been a blast. Juan Moore Bear. Thanks, Juan Moore Bear. That's a great letter. And Connington. Um, let's leave the comments on BitChute open and, less, and wait a day. And if 50% or more suck, they're going to be, it's all going to go away. Okay. So it's up to you guys. If you're a bit shoot lurker and some, and some have done the right thing and become an unauthorized subscriber. Like I actually, let me read a few comments here. Um, I believe his name was Vincent. I remember because it made me so happy. Yes. Vince on BitChute said, that's it. I'm done being a freeloader on BitChute. I'm going to UA. If church was like this, I'd be there when the doors opened until they closed. A year plus of free gravy need to turn in my YouTube card. Hey, thanks, man. Unauthorized.tv. I do provide a service at BitChute. It's free. And if you want your comments open, don't act like a fucking cunt. 50% have to be good, helpful, grateful, enjoyable, community building, or it's all closed down again. The saloon will close its doors. It's up to you, BitChute. You want your voice heard? I'll let your voice be heard. Even if 20% are disgusting, rancid little gammas, fine. It's the 50-50 rule. 
And every now and then there's a stream I do that rubs the, the little monsters the wrong way and they just can't help but lash out. And so I'm doing you a favor. I'm saving you precious time and precious energy that your hands and wrists are doing because I know you, you, you have to save up all your energy for all your masturbating. Anyway, it, Daisy said something very interesting. She said, I thought cherubim are supposed to be full-grown, tall, terrifying warrior guard angels. That's how I perceived them when I read that John wrote in Revelation. Never were they described as chubby, well-endowed baby boys. Well, that's because you're not a pedophile, Daisy. Because let me tell you, a lot of the, the, the pedophiles over there at the Catholic Church, they make statues uh, that are horrifying. And they pretend they didn't see it. Do you know what the excuse of this Catholic uh, school in Australia said? You know what the Monsignor said? He said, I only saw a 2D rendition. I didn't know how it was going to look. Really? A little boy eating your loaf of bread, Jared from Subway? Because child sex rituals, blood rituals, it's part of, the, it's part of their plan. All right? So watch out for those guys over there. And if, and if you're Catholic and you just got a, a furiously emotional and you want to tell me off, let's hope that you're in the minority. Because I won't read it if it's the majority. I'll just end all of it. And if you don't think I'm capable of it, let's go back in time again. Let's go back in time again and watch the great banning. I've always been like this. And they've always said the same stupid little things and none of it's ever been real. Oh, you're changing. You're not funny anymore. You're way too... I've been hearing that my whole life. Your new brilliant sketch, not funny. Because they get off on creating anger in people. So you're banned for fucking life. And I'm not taking any theological advice from fucking Paul. And if you have a problem with that, get the fuck out of here. Darth BB. Yeah, let's check this one out. Brazilian bear, who looks like she had a child. Congratulations, Brazilian bear. I thought the wrenching was bad. Execute another innocent in the public square to show that my will is, is that strong. The madness. So you get your wrench taken. <laughs> it was only the beginning. It's not about ethics at all it's about my will and my force i'm showing you what what that really looks like something much worse was coming it's one thing if you just like let me know but it's just constant bitching people were commenting complaining about the lag bringing back the lag lagging hard La oh my god well, i could have learned japanese i could have fucking built a boat Lag is caused by Nazis. Real simple thing that, that uh, why didn't I think of? And man, it is, sometimes I'm just like, this is darkness in here. This is just darkness. People being like, this, be like, I didn't come here for the lag. At first we thought it was going to be okay. He was, he was back to his normal self. Maybe I'm not being grateful enough. Maybe I should be like, yeah, when I look at my chat and 90% of just are whining cunts. I should just be thankful they're even here. But then he looked at the chat. Yeah. Nick says, Owen, it seems like you've just been a downer lately. Well, guess what? You're now banned. You fuck. Oh, and I seriously thought the fitness thing was not good. Alright, well you're banned. Who's, who's up next? Banned for that? Yes. Yes, banned for that. 
Dude, you are you are too tense right now. Guess what? You didn't spell too properly. So now you're banned for life. Bannings are my favorite. Oh, someone said I thought it was kind of funny. Banned for life. I'm out, Liberty Bear, I'm out. This isn't fun today. Well, guess what, Liberty Bear? You're now banned. This is making me very happy. Best stream ever. I don't usually chat, but this is funny. I'm happy for you, Alan. This is how socialism stops everyone. Lay it down the law. Ban hammer. How dare you? How absolutely dare you? And I guess I haven't been paying enough attention to this sh this chat. Can I be verified as Liberty Bear? Damn right you can, Ray. Ray, now you're Liberty Bear. He's gone. Adios. Was upset. Now I'm happy too. I have enough, dude. I have enough. I don't need any of this shit. Rental income, motherfuckers. I'm a quarter Jewish. By the way, by the way, just to let you know, they kicked me off my rental income. I'm not allowed on Airbnb anymore. It turns out I'm only an eighth Jewish. So lots changed since this video, but not a lot has changed, though. How about that one voice that goes, Hey, everyone, this is how socialism starts. Banned. Gone. Get the fuck out of here. I'll ban you and then scurry into my little rabbit hole. <laughs> All right, Kyneton. So final super chats. If you want to support the stream, every bit helps. Uh, P.O. Box 490 Sandpoint, Idaho 83864. Unauthorized.tv, where all my past streams are. As you can see, it's always been hilarious. You go back four years, it's fucking great. I was wrong about certain things, but I believed what I said. And you can coherently and consistently see how a man grows and learns. Um, and then also entropystream.live slash app slash Owen Benjamin Comedy. The fires making the stream lag was my favorite banning session. Guys, I've done insane banning. So I've, there was, there's one video out called the Owen's birthday banning bash where I banned everyone. I banned KO Bear, everybody. I was just fucking like, you're out of here. Time out, get out, everyone leave. Tears, man. That was funny. There's so many of those on the internet. I'm constantly banning everybody. And, and, the, and the gammas take it so seriously and they get so hurt about it. I kind of love the quickening. Merry Christmas, Owen, and your family. Hey, Bears, you too. Have a great year. You too, Lusky Bear. Any uh, of Rumble? Rumble doesn't care, right? They just like their free shit. My favorite will always be the banning of Cod. Yeah, I banned Cod and then my electric went out. And then I asked Cod to help me, but he was banned. He was banned for life. I, gave him, I, gave, I let him come back, though. The night of Flat Earth Awakening. We've been through a lot of great shit. Owen couldn't handle the claw. Ha ha. Put Burn Bear in the tank for 24 hours, Kyneton. Burn Bear, out of here. Had nothing to do with the White Claw. I'm more of an asshole now. Burn Bear, you're going to the gravy tank. 24 hours. You've had enough. He's out of here. You see Burn Bear just got disappeared? Can't get enough of it. Uh, you think you're above it, Burn Bear, because I've turned you into a nice character that we all get to know and have fun with? No, you're in the gravy tank with all the other fucking losers. Kyneton, let Burn Bear back out of the gravy tank after 24 hours. He just got a burn notice. Good one, Kyneton. That's why I give you half of my precious money. God, are we caught up? 
Facts, BB is more of an asshole now. Way more of an asshole now. Not an asshole, but I have, I have more defined boundaries. Um, I, uh, I'm more likely to ban you now. The, the thing is, though, is my chat is filled with great people. So that's why I rarely ban anyone. Because I don't have to. But I just saw that because I banned Frontline's Jack Bear the other day, the man with all the, um, the man with the plan, uh, people, there are a few people who are like, oh, how dare you? I'm like, that was one of the most called for bannings ever. I've banned people for saying like nothing because it sets a tone and it's super funny. Yeah. Burn Bear is already getting raped by Ming. Otis says Burn Bear can join the Bagel Boys in the baskets. No, no. Nobody's allowed to join my Bagel Boys. That isn't pure blood. Pure Jew blood. I buy my Bagel Boys from the best Jew dealers in the world. They have not been tainted by the Goyim. They have to be at least 97% Kazarian or I don't even trust their scrolls. Do they even Jew? If my Bagel Boys get any Goyim blood in them, their blood isn't pure. It can't be drinking, and then we can't see the future. I'm serious. All my bagel boys are pure. You can't convert to being a bagel boy. Folks would get banned for a suspicious LOL back in the day. I still ban for LOLs. But I changed the entire culture of, of all chats on the internet. And how dare you? I fucking did. YouTube was like a bunch of whores when I got to the scene. They, uh, they would allow anyone to say anything to them for money. No one banned anyone. It was insane. And so when I started banning, everyone's like, well, we should ban him then. Oh my God, let's ban him. And so a lot of my, uh, I got trolled hard by a lot of YouTubers and trolls and chat rats because these chat rats have been feeding on the corpses of the fucking YouTubers. And that's why six months after I started doing it, Oh, that fucking Swedish panda there. What's his name? Uh, PewDiePie. Uh, started saying ban for life. Saying LMAO is an instant ban as it should be. Yes, it should. Even you quoting it, Bree Spare, almost got you banned for life. Yep, you clean it up. By clean, I mean you kick them in the teeth. Yes. Pocket Pockets bans has been banning for a long time too. But I made the fun game out of it during live streams and chats. That I did do that. That's mine. You started the banhammer for sure. Yeah. And it got me a lot of hatred by the chat rats. That's, that's one reason why my Reddit is always going to be so fucking vicious is because they were so angry that people had the ability of kicking them out. It's kind of like what Elon Musk is now doing with journalists that are talking shit to him and he's banning them from Twitter. They're freaking out as if they don't ban people. They're like, he's attacking journalists. Yeah, you guys have been kicking everyone interesting off Twitter for years. How's it feel? Because these people that are just gouging and, and eating or gorging on flesh and blood and permission and tolerance, they spiral when you show that you can be intolerant. And not only can you be intolerant, you can be intolerant and have a blast doing it. And the entire leverage of then I'm going to leave when you're not on a clicks-based model, on an influence model, on a promo code model, on a money model, I don't give a fuck if you leave. I still have the old Banhammer t-shirt. Nice, Trondry Bear. I remember when trolls spiraled that we first started using members-only chat. It's like a rapist learning they don't let you spike drinks. 
That's why they got so mad at Muslims. They're like, that's why right now all these rapey fucking perverts in the West are like, can you believe what they're doing to women in Iran? They won't let them show their clits. It's they hate boundaries. If you say, yeah, you got to pay to talk here. And they go, scam, grift, cult. And I, I broke the hymen of the internet when it comes to boundaries. I'm like, and that's why Reddit's still mad at me. Because before it was like a paradise for trolls. I mean, like the smartest, most entertaining people on the internet could be, could just have anyone say anything to them. They're like, you're going to die. You're fucking going to kill your kids. I'm gonna, and they'd just be like, <laughs> just glad you're here. I'm like, out. And people would be like, wait, you can see me? I'm like, yeah, you're fucking out of here. And they're like, but I gave you $100. I'm like, I don't care if you gave me $1,000. Get the fuck out of here. And they're like, nah, because they, they, they love their, their leverage is based around eyeballs and money and people that seek attention. And that's why they lie about me so much. Oh, cult leader, attention seeker, narcissist. No, I'm not. One of the reasons I, yeah, yeah, I broke the free speech spell. One of the reasons I'm capable of this is I don't want to be famous. I don't want everybody on the street to recognize me. It feels weird. I've had moments of fame in my life. And I have no interest in it. I have no interest in being with any woman but my wife. And I have no interest in being a fucking billionaire. Like none. Or even a millionaire. I'm a thousand heir. And I'm happy. No one's having more fun than me. Tolerance is what destroys a society. And I broke the fucking, I broke ground on that idea on the uh, internet. And all these other fucking live streamers should be thanking me. But instead, they're like, oh, I'm Benjamin, he's freaking out. Because I was changing the, the, the deal. Money is not worth having someone disrespect you like that. You can always be a groundsman. You can always be an assistant to a tradesman. That's what I was doing. I gave up 20 grand a show for $20 an hour hauling brush. That's not a man that is going to be bought off by your fucking super chats. That being said... I think we all know at this point it's important to support the stream because I don't make any money from ads or commercials or networks or anything. And if you want to be in a stream where someone can set boundaries and say the word nigger and everything, support it. P.O. Box 490, Sandpoint, Idaho, 83864. I take cash, checks, precious metals, Nazi coins, you know, gold, silver, platinum, copper, Anything you can think of, or just gratitude. Gratitude is, uh, is also a currency. Or information. If you have unique life information, and you want to send it to me and tell me about it, that's fucking valuable, man. Because I know people are having a hard time making ends meet at times. Um, and if you're like, well, what can I offer the big bear? I'll tell you what you can offer me. Info. I have one of the most boots-on-the-ground working class intelligence agencies in the history of the world. I got a bear in every fucking aspect of society. And if you want to help me, you know, come up with my theories and my predictions, good info in, good info out, bad info in, bad info out. You tell me about your experiences and everybody has unique experiences. Like, for example, I ate basically a beating rabbit heart. And now you guys know what happens. Bearwolf said, still upset about my farmers only banning. I think I'm going to move to China now. Well, that's a very bad idea. 
All right. Kyneton, are we caught up? Did, Rockfin, is Rock, did you hit, Kyneton, when we don't get Rockfin uh, chats, is that because you forget to go live? Kyneton, be honest with me. Are we live on Rockfin right now? Or did you forget to hit the button again? All right. I remembered today. Good, Kyneton. Are we caught up? Has Rockfin offered us no, no tribute? No tribute! Rockfin, I bring you information about blood, and you give me nothing. All right, I'm not really mad. In case you're not, in case you're retarded. Um, God's gonna send to the gravy tank. All right, I'm I'm landing the plane. Con, just have I'm gonna see if Connington says we're caught up. Unauthorized.tv, buildingbertaria.com, uh, bertariacampgrounds.com, um, PO Box 490, Sandpoint, Idaho 83864. Entropystream.live slash app slash Owen Benjamin Comedy. Be fruitful and multiply. Don't be fruity and blow a guy.